1: Friends, the best show is back for another Tuesday night installment. We are here, ready to bring you the single greatest radio show slash podcast you have ever heard in your life. Now that you've tried the rest, try the best show you get that mike you like that now that you've tried the rest of the shows try the best show and i tell you man you try these other shows one's worse than the next this show there's a reason why the show's uh well maybe i don't know there's a reason why nobody uh we're in the turlet right the reason why, the reason why we're in the turlet, we're fighting our way out of the turlet. It's going to be the new shirt, fighting our way out of the turlet. Best show, 2015, fighting our way out of the turlet. Blowing up turlets left and right. The topic tonight, let's talk about those times you lied or, or you were lied to. Hashtag it at, I was lied to. All sorts of good stuff coming up on the best show. Let's get it going. it's The Best Show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of The Best Show. We're here with you on a Tuesday night. Everybody's here. We got AP Mike in the house. Holding it down. Associate producer of the show. There's no show without him. No show without him. Went to Costco, got some snacks. 'Cause I know how uh cause he likes his snacks. We all like our snacks here. I'll tell you, man, though, no, one He liked these uh coconut crunch things, coconut crunchers, is that what they are? What are they called? Cashew clusters. Okay. He liked them. Then I got a bunch and then he switched over to this other thing he liked. The, um, what are they called? Cheese crisps. And I tell you, I was, uh, looking all over this Costco for these things because I just knew, oh, God forbid I don't get the snack he likes. And I could not find him. And I laid all these snacks out on the counter. And then he came and he's just like, no cheese crisps, huh? And I'm like, now they didn't have them. He's just like, uh. like, th- th- he was just like sad. It was like he was disappointed in me, which I was like, it, it made it it made it more more sad that I was, that I-, I I had hurt hurt him by not having his favorite snack. I tried, Mike. I tried. I walked all over that Costco. You should have seen me. Looking for those chips. Cheese crisps. I got you trail mix instead. Got you a nice big bag of trail mix. That's not good enough? You don't like trail mix? A lot of M&M's in that trail mix. What trail are people eating that on? What trail... What what trail are we at now where trail mix half of it is candy and the other half is like low grade peanuts. Like peanuts are the lowest grade of all the nuts and these peanuts are like, they are they like chocolate covered even? I think they're even like the only trail I could think you'd eat them at is like the trail in to the register at Costco is the only trail that's like the only journey where you'd you'd eat. You'd need all oh, let me let me brace myself for the journey ahead from the snack aisle to the register at Costco. Well I hope I hope you can pull it together out there with those snacks, Mike. I tried. I tried. I tried. What did we hear music wise? Oh my goodness, we heard Destroyer. Played it last week, played it this week. Times Square. That's good stuff, man. I saw them uh saw Destroyer Live on Saturday night in uh in Philadelphia. That was a great show. They're so great. That new album's so good. Time it's on Merge. It's called Poison Season. It's one of the best albums this year, easily. It's one of his best, Dan Behar, and it's one of their uh the, the year's best. ya. You see some a band that good and then you're like, oh, that's what it's like when, when things are inspired. You see people super inspired. And I, I, I loved it. It was actually meaningful to me. Who do we hear before that? Oh Kim and Leanne. That's uh, Kim Simon from uh, from the scientists. New record from him. Uh, Carry On Baggage is the name of that song. And the the record is called, the LP is called True West. Put out here in America on the Hozak label. So good. Man, that guy's made so much good music. Still making it. How do you like that? You guy's are still in it. In it to win it. The topic tonight. I was lied to. What are the times that you've been lied to in your life? What are the times you lied to others? Let's talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll have... Uh... It'll make for an interesting program. So, right before the show begins, studio comes running in and says, Billy Crystal's trending on twitter like here we go what did he do maybe this is it maybe he's gonna be maybe finally get this guy behind bars first i was like oh god god please let him be okay and then i heard he was okay and i was like oh thank god he's okay but then he's, uh, what What happened? He was at a Yankee game tonight and he stood up all mad. Because what happened? The Yankees, did they get bounced from the playoffs tonight or something? They're the wild card. But what is tonight's game? So it's a one-game playoff to make the playoffs. And did they win? So if they lose tonight, they, they eat it. They're done. Shown the door. They're down one nothing. So, the tri- so this could be it for the triumphant hero- season of New York Yankees hero Alex Rodriguez, who apparently there's been some sort of amnesia mist was released over all Yankee fans that he's their hero again. Yeah, but it just like...
2: I'm never going to root for him again. I never want to see him in a Yankee
1: uniform. Comes out, hits a home run. Boo! Hit, Comes out, hits a second home run. Slightly less boos. Hits a third home run. Little bit of cheering. Fourth home run. Yeah!
2: Let's go, away, Rod?
1: Suddenly everybody loves him. I tell you, man, people cheer for anyone. Anyone. They're wearing your team's uniform. They cheer for anyone. With the Patriots, if Aaron Rodriguez, Aaron, no, no, Aaron Hernandez escaped from jail, he's in jail for murder, and, and if he did some sort of thing where he could, he could, he sneaks onto the field, and then goes back on the lamb before every game, like after every game, he goes back on the lamb. The police are chasing him all week. Those patriots fan would be cheering him Mur- mu- mass murderer he's basically a mass murderer he killed like a bunch of people and i want to say right now this is ap mike uh i'm i'm talking all about aaron hernandez and tom doesn't tom doesn't badmouth him this is in case uh aaron escapes from jail my name's ap mike and i I think you're I think you're trash, Aaron Hernandez. And this is a challenge to you. Tom's on your side. But I don't like you. I don't like the cut of your jib. And I think I could beat you in a fight straight up. That'd be a good fight. AP Mike and Aaron Hernandez. Bare knuckle fight. The streets of Bayonne. So Billy Crystal stood up and he, and then I guess he, 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 uh, he had like a little, uh, angry look on his face. Like a, he's mad at his, his heroes. He's mad at his heroes. The Yankees. Still fooling him. This bum, this bum, Billy Crystal. Actually played for the, played in preseason for the Yankees. Oh, it's his sixtieth birthday. We gotta honor. This. Why, why do we gotta honor this guy? Why? Oh, he loves the Yankees so. Oh, oh, he's the one guy who loves the Yankees so much. Oh, he's the Yankee fan. Okay. Well, let's, by all means, let's let him on the field. And I'm sure I've said this before. If I was pitching for the opposing team, and Billy Crystal came out, and I was supposed to, I was supposed to like pitch to this guy. Uh, Billy Crystal right now would, w- would still be in the hospital. I would throw at his head. Cause if he's gonna step on the field, I would throw the fastest ball I could ever throw in my life and see if I could brush him back. Give him a little chin music, as they call it. A bum. He's a bum. That's me, Billy Crystal. Now he's mad. He's in a little, a little tantrum at Yankee Stadium. Somebody should have dumped a beer on his head, right? You see him stand up at the game. That's be- he'd be the only guy in the 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 home uniform who gets dumped a beer dumped on his head. It's really a great night. Billy Crystal throwing a temper tantrum at Yankee Stadium. You got Jay Leno apparently has has done what did he fill in for 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 Jimmy Fallon tonight? So he's positioning himself. I've always thought he's been laying in the in the weeds, waiting to take back the Tonight Show for a third and final time. Which I would, if he did that, it would be like everybody's got to show this guy some respect. That's like that's like ultimate villain level stuff. Um, that's like Scarface level. If he took it. He took it. He ran Johnny Carson out. He beat Letterman. He beat Conan. He's got to do it one final time. Fallon. He's got to steal it from Fallon. I'm telling you. One final time. I'm rooting for you, Jay. Take it from him. Take it from him, Jay. Jay, you got one supporter on your side. You got Tom cheering you on. All these other comedy snobs, they, they don't want nothing to do with you. Sure, I don't think you're funny, but I I just want to see the spectacle of it. I want you to take The Tonight Show back, do one final show, then get on a motorcycle and just drive off and nobody ever hears from you again, right? He does one final show. he, He gets Jimmy Fallon fired. One final gets into a Model T at the end of it, quits, we never hear from them again. Do it, Jay. I'll help you. I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm in your service, Jay. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do, Master. Best show you're on the air.
3: Hey there, Thomas.
1: Oh. I, oh my goodness! I knew who this is. Yes. This now for people who are new to the show. We've got a lot of. We've got people who've been listening for years and we got new, new people joining the fold too. Uh, you know when you do a, a call in show, you're going to have your, uh, your regular cast of characters. And, uh, this guy is, uh, uh, he's, is a long running caller to the show. Yeah. He's from the state of Florida, the proud state of Florida. The one and only Fredericks from Newport Richie. Now this I guy.
3: Stand up when you
2: said that.
1: If you're wondering, what's now? You're saying to yourself. What's the deal with with Fredericks? He what sounds. He sounds. Uh, no, and don't take this the wrong way, Fredericks. I probably will. This guy. Sense. He sounds like an acid casualty. He sounds like. He sounds like a guy taken lots of different ways. He sounds like a guy whose brain has been fried from uh, from pushing pushing uh, against the horizon one time too many. Right? (sighs) Trying to find those eternal truths. Right? Absolutely. Sometimes it it pushes back though. Right? Oh yeah. Right? Boy. Yeah. Pushed back a little once 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 in a while it pushes back right and you're like. Oh, oh yeah. there are things I'm still not supposed to know yet.
3: That's right. Maybe you don't shouldn't have a body when you get to some of them.
1: Oh. So you hear this guy and you're like what's a, what's the a story with this guy? Well, I'm telling you.
3: Good. I'm curious
1: too. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Oh. You he, are too. He's fun. So well, well yeah, of course I am. It's my show. Right. You're a good guy. I know, I know that. I know, I know that a guy. And you're saying if uh do you think it's possible a guy like this could do podcasting? Well, of course it is. He does a pod. You still doing your podcast? Yeah, I just did my 100th episode. Your 100th episode of it's called Frederick's Mind Thing. Yes, sir, it is. And yep. and it's it's a it's a it's a a trippy experience. You listen to this thing. It's it's really uh it's really bonkers. Where can people get Frederick's Mind Thing? Just put Frederick's mind thing
3: in any search engine you have handy. Oh,
1: I love it. You don't even. I love how you didn't. You're not. You're not on the Google party line. You're just no. saying search engines. No. Yeah.
3: I mean, I do use it occasionally, but
1: yeah. Down with, right down with Google! Right, down with Google. Hmm. We're on the same page. Down with Google, right? Yeah,
3: pretty much. Yeah. Except for they're better than everybody else, which makes it difficult mm-hmm. to. Uh,
1: Someday, man. Someday uh, somebody's gotta come along and they gotta do better than Apple and they gotta do better than Google. I'll go I'll switch in a second. Me too. Right. So what's going on, Fredericks?
3: I've got so much stuff, Tom. I've tried to call I don't know where to start. I'm gonna give you some choices if you like, okay. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. One is I wanted to I have things for some of your last shows. Okay, and I don't know if that's all right. You know, oh, like, for you,
1: for you, it's okay.
3: Oh, for you. yeah. <laughs> all right, for you. All right. There's a poem I heard. I think it might be by King Missile, but I'm not sure. It reminds me of that, but it was a poem read over music, and it was about God being a spider. Okay.
1: What's that? Uh, the, the, so you want me to? So you, oh, this is for identify it. Yeah. Okay, okay, I got you. You got you got to tell me which topics we're doing here.
3: Okay. okay and the next so, one is Flipper.
1: So you're looking for a King Missile song, is about it? God being a spider? I you think, think it's King Missile. You but think I it been sounds? It. You think it sounds like King Missile?
3: Yes, that was the closest I could come to mm-hmm.
1: Well, somebody just showed me a picture here of Billy Crystal. Looks like he's wearing a he's wearing like a a, a cap, like he's auditioning for the. uh, For like the seniors newsies league. He's wearing one of those caps and he's, he's got a, he's got his beard grown in and he's wearing his rounded glasses and, uh, and he just looks like a real, uh, just a real, real treat for the eyes. This guy and him at a Yankee. He's mad. I tell you, that's why, that's when you need somebody on the other team to, uh, do like in the 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 natural when they when he could like control his like foul balls and like
3: oh right yes and target him
1: yeah target him, right yeah where should you'd have
3: to d- have a lot of control you'd need like a Ted Williams or something yeah
1: right that. on the forehead right on the forehead right probably could be done leave him with a round ball mark yeah so what well, so okay so some song that sounds like King Missile about God being a spider it, we'll see it, if people I, can I come call through it a with poem. it. Okay, a poem, with music. Okay,
3: which some people call songs, yes. but it's totally spoken. All right, all right, that's done. Thank you so much. Okay. Hopefully, somebody can help me with that. What else we got? Okay, well, putting them things on your list, I'm going to scratch off because we don't really need that anymore, except for maybe the worst fictional character was Mister Whipple.
1: Mister Mr. Whipple, hypocrite? the guy who sold uh, uh, Charmin.
3: Yes, and asked told people or well i guess he asked them.
1: please don't squeeze D- the don't Charmin. squeeze the charman but this this uh guy who was getting his jollies squeezing the charman
3: every time every time the hypocrisy of it was yeah. so deep
1: and this is what i'll say yes if that guy's out on the, on the the grocery store floor squeezing the charman right oh god knows what's going on in that break room Can you imagine what mr whipple was doing in that break room
3: I don't even want to think about
1: oh, it. Oh, I don't he, either. Um, Can you imagine? I really have
3: to go there.
1: Mr. Whipple?
3: Yeah.
1: Hey, isn't this his grocery store with Mr. Whipple? Oh, yeah. He, uh... <laughs> we don't talk <laughs> about Mr. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about Mr. Whipple anymore. Yeah,
3: just leave him alone when he's in the break room.
1: Yeah. Hey, we advise, we advise everyone to not go alone into the break room if uh, Mr. Whipple is uh, on... If he's working... Always
3: go with a friend.
1: Yeah, no, Mr. Whipple would be in jail.
3: (laughs) Good. Well, but the list is gone now, so.
1: So, what else you got?
3: Okay, uh, that Kevin Smith is starting a Fraser podcast, which I thought was a dream Mm -hmm. when I first read it. No, that's
1: called a nightmare, not a dream.
3: Oh, well, I mean, I was. Bad
1: dreams are called nightmares, Fred. Okay,
3: then a nightmare. Yeah. And it involves scrambled eggs, which I thought was quite funny.
1: Because of the song, hey, baby, I hear the blazer calling, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Right? I didn't know that. that's why.
3: Oh, that explains it. The
1: theme to Frasier.
3: I thought it had something to do with you being on the Hollywood Handbook.
1: Hollywood, what are you, a Hollywood Handbook fan now? No, only when you're on. Only when I'm on. You don't like it when I'm not on. I only listen to part of one of the show. I love it. You didn't dig it. Yeah, Yeah, when you weren't there, oh, Fredericks, that warms my heart. All right, that warms my heart.
3: Okay, now I'm looking. Now I'm here for the real
1: reason. Well, let me just tell you, Fredericks, I'm looking best show. We used to make lists left and right. You know what I mean? Best show. I love this. I tell you, this, uh, this, the the only list that this show would be on now was the top shows, the top podcasts, not on lists. If there was a list of the most unlisted podcasts, this would that's the only list we'd make these days. If I look over it on uh on uh Vulture, which uh Vulture, I tell you, they don't like the best for whatever it is, man. They don't they're not into the best show. Vulture? Not into it. They 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 never put us on anything. A V Club, you think
3: Yeah, they used to be friends. Used to
1: used they don't like us anymore. I don't know what we did. Well you know what? A pox on, a pox on them. I say it. A pox on UAV Club! All, all eighty of you reviewing uh, every episode of uh, the, the, what you the, you putting your the Twilight Zone episodes in alphabetical order? A pox on on your whole clan, on your wow. whole on your wow. whole. Boy,
3: you burning some bridges there. On in, your huh? whole
1: reviewing clan. Why don't you review this? Review <laughs> the pox I put on you. What are you going to give that a C C+, The pox I put on your clan.
3: I like it. But we like don't. We it. don't
1: need it. They don't want us. We don't want them. Apox, yeah. Apox.
3: I only read about the best show on there anyway. Thank so
1: you, I appreciate a Frederick. Did they, yeah. did they ever write about Frederick's mind thing? No. 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 Who did? No. Somebody. The cigarettes. The did FBI is the only our... place that you get written about, right?
3: Yeah. Where?
1: The FBI. I was going to say police the only worry. people who do re- they do re- they do reviews of your podcast those are called uh they're monitoring you they're looking for signals right we think this fredericks is ready to make a move he's going to he's going to we think he's going to finally drop a suitcase full of acid into the uh into With the water. Newport Richie water supply oh. <laughs> we got him here he goes, he's on his move. What's in that suitcase?
4: <laughs>
3: My little John Boat.
1: So what is the what is the thing okay. you called for?
3: Well, Robert? it's Bugs Bunny related. Yes. Daffy Duck specifically. Ah,
1: uh-huh. yes. Okay. And it
3: involves ontology.
1: Ontol and what is ontology?
3: That is the study or yeah, the study of being and existence. And it's about a particular episode. Called
1: Duck Amuck. now which one's that? The one where they draw each, yes. they draw and it spills out into the artist's uh, page.
3: And and then they start erasing Daffy Duck. Yeah. 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 And then it. Oh, turns I know what that feels that like. Duggs is the
1: cartoonist. I don't think I don't know what that feels like, Fredericks.
3: <laughs> Especially by yeah. those AV club
1: yeah. jerks. Was, huh? I'm gonna punch out. I'm gonna be uh, getting erased by uh, uh, Mara Eakin or wh- whoever up there writes those things. I don't know. They'll be erasing me.
3: Oh. Is, I, 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 you, I, you lost me completely. I don't know who Mara Jenkins is.
1: Mara Jenkins. So, uh, Fredericks. Yes? You like that episode? Does that episode freak you out a little bit?
3: Well, it's just that even when they changed everything, Daffy still existed. Mm-hmm. Even when he was being erased.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And that, bugs existed even when he wasn't there Mm -hmm. and i just thought that yeah i think that might be a great one and Mm -hmm. and the kind of thing that can really uh you know it's like like you said you, you run up against that wall of the truth you know
1: it gets you man it gets you the truth can't outrun the truth
3: No, it's laying around all over the place. It's just trying to separate it from everything else.
1: That's why tonight I'm going to talk about the opposite of the truth, lies.
3: Oh, you reminded me of something else. Did you read about the squirrel that got drunk?
1: The squirrel that got
5: drunk?
3: Yeah. I did not. Yeah, supposedly a squirrel. I don't know whether he broke in or got locked in or whatever, but he hit the beer tap. Mm -hmm. Apparently was indulging in the beer, Mm -hmm. went crazy, tore up the place, did like $466 worth of damage, which doesn't sound like a lot of damage, but if you consider a squirrel did it, that's pretty good. I mean, besides chewing through electrical wires, they're not really good at messing things up. $466, guy comes in the next day, I guess the squirrel was dead drunk, he took him and threw him out the window.
1: And the squirrel was still alive, he was just bombed.
3: We don't know. We don't know. I assume he had a terrible morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. little squirrel
1: hangover. Speaking of squirrels, Gary the Squirrel is going to be on tonight's show. He's going to debut his new show. Oh. it's going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what he comes up with.
3: He's got his own show coming up, huh?
1: Yeah, he's very excited about it. He's been working on it.
3: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Is this the show within a show, or is this just his, going to It's we... going to be like Maude was. You no, know, it's gonna be an offshoot of the No, show.
1: it'll be within the show. It's not gonna be like Maud. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're just, a spin off?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant.
1: Yeah, no, it's not a spin-off. Okay. Frederick's.
3: You gotta stay close to him.
1: We do, yes. Keep
3: an eye on him. Yeah. I understand.
1: All right. Mike is telling me to to hang up on you, which yeah, I'm disagreeing I understand. With. I, I disagree wholeheartedly. I'm offended by this, but Mike might get six a show where he gets to override. Somebody's saying the King Missile song is called Psalm, P S A L M, like the, you know, like a a, oh. a, a Psalm in in church.
3: All right. Okay. Very good. So you took care of that even before it got off the phone. There
1: you go. You're covered.
3: Oh, one animal. One animal. Flipper. What happened to Flipper?
1: Goodbye. Okay. You're off on your own. This Fredericks is off on his own. His own cloud. Best show you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hey.
6: It's um well, we talked
1: about this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Earlier. Hey, how hey. are you?
4: This I'm is I'm good.
1: This is a, a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to be identified tonight. Yeah, I think I think it's best
6: for me to not, you know, kind of be public. Or you know, not to be uh out in the open about some of this stuff, okay, um, I just think it's a smarter move, sure, sure, if that's cool, you know,
1: without a doubt, I don't
6: yeah, but I mean you can you can verify and I mean you know who I am and and you can, I think your audience will trust you that you're not putting on a fraud or
1: anything no, 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 you're calling so the thing you're calling about, I can verify. It's just a matter of your choosing to remain anonymous. uh,
6: Yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about a few things, and I don't want to bring up a lot of people's names, and I want to bring, you know, kind of uh, run people through the mud or anything like that, but I just wanted to talk a little bit, because last week I was listening to your show, and you were kind of, you know, goofing on the Muppets. Yes. Which, you know, is fine, and you can joke about whatever you want, of Mm -hmm. course, but, um, I have been, you know, writing and consulting on that show for about a year now Mm -hmm. and I'm not calling in to defend it or, you know, make specific arguments against what your jokes were about last Mm -hmm. week. Okay. Um, but I wanted to let you know, sorry, go ahead. You've been working on it.
1: Mm-hmm. And now you are again. I'm not going to say who you are, but you are a you are in the um, entertainment business.
6: I'm yes, I'm a, a comedy personality. Sure, I guess yes. you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was brought on, like, like, like I said, about a year ago. Um, when actually a little earlier. Uh, I guess it's almost two years now since we started talking about it. But I um, was brought in because originally. I don't know how much you know about the sort of genesis of this project, um, but it was originally a sh- it was meant to be for HBO, and the the edict was that it was going to be very raunchy, um, like very, like a lot of Fs and Ss, and uh-huh. you know, like really kind of edgy, really edgy. Like it's you know they're going for edge now, but the kind of edge that was presented to me when I came in and got involved with the project, it was like times a hundred. It was just going to be like really crazy. So they brought me in because I have a background in very absurd, um, surrealist style humor, like very left of center, very sure, yeah, yeah.
1: Stuff, like you know? it's just the kind of a lot of odd stuff. Some people call it anti-comedy. Or... Yeah, I don't,
6: I don't sign off on that. You know, uh-huh. I don't consider. Well, it I'm just sad, saying people it,
1: call people call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I said and your name. Um, I'm so sorry. This, I said your name. Sorry. I never mind. Nobody heard it. Okay, um,
6: you know stuff for Adult Swim. That, you know, um, anyways, they brought me in to kind of help veer the show in that like just add a little flavor, like a little sort of weird weirdness to it. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. And I just wanted to say that you know me and a lot of really smart, like really smart guys. Everybody that listens to the show would know really talented funny people that are like the guys that we all love are also working on you know sitting in this room working on this show trying to make it great trying to make it funny and you know i'm just calling to say that we kind of acknowledge on a daily basis that it's not happening you know that it's not working
1: so the show is not the show is not working the muppets you mean this show the muppets the
6: show The Muppets that you were talking about last week with Kermit and mm-hmm. uh, the pig and yeah. Fonzie, you know, yeah. the, the ABC show The Muppets.
1: Sure, that it's not um, – It's so you as a – what are you, a writer or a consultant?
6: I'm a writer, producer, uh, consultant. It's okay. sort of like a I – I can kind of come and go as I please. Sure. Um, and sort of read scripts and throw my two cents in. Uh-huh. It, you know it's not on it's not on me to do the to make it great you know it's uh-huh. not my it's not i'm not running i'm not running the show you know
1: uh-huh. no 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 but you can you can hear and see that it's just not it's not adding up like what like what is the what is the attitude like
6: the attitude is it's very glum it's depressing it's Really? There's a lot of sort of people not looking at each other in the eye. Uh-huh. You know that feeling when everyone knows the ship is sinking. Sure. Um, and everyone kind of just goes in because they have to because uh-huh. they're under contract and they're getting paid. Uh-huh. And let me also say that the reason everyone is there is everyone's getting paid a bunch of you know like a lot. It's like that's sort of you can't say no money. So you do it, and and everybody's everybody there. I can tell you from the top guy down, from. Everybody involved with the show has the attitude of, I just want to get paid and get the F out of here.
1: Really? Yeah.
6: (laughs) The puppet masters and the the voice guys, you know, all the way down the line. It's just a really bad environment for creativity, and it's a bad environment for uh, everybody involved.
1: Like a cash grab. Like everybody's just there, and they're like, just there to take the money, but they don't even care about this thing. Did they not care about it because it's not the dirty show they wanted it to be? I
6: think there's a little bit of that. Some of the early guys, including myself, when we came on board, were like, you know, this could be insane. This could be like revolutionary. Could it could be? You know, but I, honestly, I don't really have an affection for the Muppets. You know, I don't like think that they're this great thing that needs to be respected or revered. Mm-hmm. I never thought they were that entertaining mm-hmm. or anything. But they offered me like a dump truck of money to uh-huh. come on and thro- pitch. You know, like if we like like the Old Spice things we did, or the you know, or like or I mean, it's like commercials we would have done,
4: uh-huh.
6: not weed, just things that I might have been involved with. Like just uh-huh. turn things on its on its head a little bit. Sure. And so I would pitch things. I would pitch them all day long, and everything gets sort of you know, okay, we'll look into that. It gets put up on the board, and it never goes forward.
4: Mm -hmm.
6: So, um, it's just been, it's been just a a bummer, you know, I mean, it's not, I I think that what happened is, you know, once you started seeing, once pre-production started and scripts were getting signed off on by the network, you know, Iger, uh, started, started just to see it as like, let's see how quickly we can burn through this
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
6: and get, get out, get out of this, you know, but there's a commitment of course to, to do to air a certain number of them. Sure. But, you know, I don't I think next time this year we'll be talking about it. It'll be a, just a distant memory. It won't be a thing that I don't even know if it'll be yeah. considered part of the official mm-hmm. uh, you know, Muppets uh canon or whatever. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a a blip. Uh
1: huh. Now Tim, so, when you decided to do this, did you um what's that? Oh sorry, I said your name again. I'm so sorry. Um Do you have a
6: dump do you have a dump button or anything? I
1: got I think we caught it. Okay. Um, so it's just, you're working on it and you're pitching stuff and it's just not going well. And people are starting to just, are the, is there going to, sometimes on shows like this, there's like a, like a, uh, like a mutiny at some point. Uh, Does it feel like it could go that South that people could actually start to quit or, or. Well, we've had a
6: lot of people that have gotten as soon as the, the, the ability for them to get out. You know, happened. They got out. Uh-huh. So uh, there are people getting out, and you know, I feel like I know people are going to be listening to this that work on the show. You know, they'll probably put two and two together and figure out it's me. I'm probably going to get called into Henson's office and you know, get my get my my ass kicked out under the sidewalk for uh-huh. doing this. But I just felt like I'm tired of of being quiet about this, and uh-huh. and your your observations last week were spot on. It's it's just an embarrassment, uh, you know. If you were a fan of the Muppets, it must be just really painful to to see what's happening with them. Yeah, um, and I feel bad for them, and I feel bad that I'm being a part of it. And the, I feel like if
1: there's so like anything a super can fan make it better. Is there anything you would say to like a super fan who just is kind of because some of these people have dedicated their lives to this show? Oh yeah, and uh, these characters so much.
6: I mean, so much hate mail is coming in. If you look at the feed, you know, the websites and blogs and stuff, and Mm message boards, people are really upset and Mm -hmm. they're really angry, and they're angry at us. And I wish I could say it wasn't my fault, but Mm -hmm. you know, part. I mean, I'm part of that team that that produced that show. and listen, I, I, but if, it, if it was my way, we would have gone a different direction. But they brought in these modern family guys, and they brought in some people with, the, uh, with office background, and, and, and they just, were, you know, like we have a, we have a model. We have mm-hmm. a system to make, to make shows. Yeah. Uh, we have beats and rhythms and structure that works that we're just going to plop on top of this property that yeah. Disney owns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a cash – like I said, it's a cash grab. I mean, Disney's looking at it like we've got – we own this property. Let's put it to work. Mm-hmm. but you know i think it's going to end up looking like a big mistake and i mean it already has and so if if there are muppet heads out there listening to your show i can't imagine you have a, a huge muppet head audience we
4: are, if, we if have a are,
1: fair amount of muppet fans listening to this and they were not happy with me just i was playfully teasing the thing but you're you're actually saying that this is how it is on the show that it's it's, it's seriously bad i guess maybe i felt it was in the dna of the the show that you could feel that it was something was off and you're there and it's, I mean, to be
6: honest with you, you know, like we're, you know, me, you know, these guys, other guys that I've mentioned, I'm not going to say their names, but you know, we, we, we like to goof on stuff too. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. We get around when we see the final cut of these episodes, we sit around and hate watching, like we're watching the room or something like, like we're really, we consider them just, just awful, awful uh, products.
1: for your own show. Wow. That's a, that you've, and you're somebody who's who's kept the, uh, the quality level high on what you've done throughout your career. So to work on something yeah. where you're not not proud of it must be a different kind of place for you to be.
6: Yeah, I mean, like I said, everyone goes through that period where they just do the job because the money's there. Mm-hmm. I don't have an emotional connection to the to the work. I'm there to, to provide my two cents and mm-hmm. get in and get mm-hmm. out. But it's been a really tough year, and it's been... it's. You know, I hope people don't put it together to figure out who this who I am,
4: because
6: mm-hmm. it might ruin the way they think about me. But I'm willing to just because I just wanted to make you feel like you're you're if you you know you're heading in the your your observations were astute. Okay,
1: well I, I appreciate that. You shouldn't feel that. like a fool. Okay, you, know, you
6: shouldn't feel like a fool. All right, because I've caught it. a I lot thought...
1: of grief from fans, and I just I'm glad that you who you're working on it and you're you're um. You're, you're saying that it's actually, that I'm actually, I'm not off target. So. Yeah.
6: And I, I was thinking about it. Like there's so many things that come out that are obviously not what the person that made it intended it to be. It didn't work out. Not everything's going to be a success, but everyone comes out and sort of just puts on their best, their, you know, their brave face and, and, and says, Hey, we're, we're, we're really happy with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just tired of hearing that. And sure. from, coming from somebody from the inside. Yeah. I just want to mea culpa, mm-hmm. uh-huh. say, you know, we're we're sorry everybody feels everybody feels bad about it and uh you know hopefully we'll just figure out something else but i think no. it's time we stop opening up yeah. these old files of of uh you know um, properties that had their time mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. and move and just start creating new new characters yeah. sure. new new ideas we don't have to keep turning to yeah, Kermit yeah. the frog every 10 every 10 minutes yeah you
1: know? yeah no i hear you i hear so, you
6: I so, hope everyone understands where I'm coming from, and I don't mean any ill will to Bob Iger, the, the Henson family, mm-hmm. the folks at Modern Family, that you know, the, everybody involved. I mean no ill will. Okay. But, uh, I think just saying it needed to be said. So, okay. That's well, my two cents.
1: So, okay. Well, I'm going to keep you anonymous, and uh, I, I thank you for the look behind the curtain on this. All right, Tom. All right. Well, you have a good night. All right. Okay, take, take care. care. Okay. And
6: um, sorry, I just. Uh, a show uh, uh, show that a friend of mine is working on called Decker starts on Monday. Decker season three starts on Monday.
1: Okay, so Decker and where on, can people... On Adult Swim,
6: on the, on the YouTube Adult Swim website.
1: Sure, Decker, and it's so, tied into On Cinema.
6: Right, which is they're currently airing. We've, uh, uh, they have a new episode coming out tomorrow, apparently. Yeah, so they so do, okay.
4: Fan,
6: I've been a big fan of those guys mm-hmm. and wish them all the best. And wish you all the best and all the best show listeners. Thanks, oh, thanks for letting me call in and talk to you guys. Well, I appreciate right?
1: it. You have a good night. Thanks. All right. Okay, bye. That was exciting. A secret secret guest plugged Decker down the home stretch. I was a little surprised by that, but he, he got a plug for a show that his, a couple friends of his, I guess, are doing. But, um, well, my friends... Let me tell you about a few things. Let me tell you about a few things. I want to tell you about my friends over at internet.bs. We put a call out saying we're looking for uh, advertisers, lean and mean, fans of the show trying to reach out to the people in the best show community and well the folks over at internet.BS uh, stepped up and supported the best show small company about 10 people working there lean and mean running a tight ship and what does inter what is internet.BS well it's simple I'll tell you they are they are what you call a a, 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 a registrar is that what you call them a registrar and they, they, uh, help you secure domain names. And they do it cheap. And they do it well. Internet.bs. It's a, it's, a, you go over there. It's simple. Low on the upsell. They don't make you click through a bunch of products you don't want just to get the domain name that you do want. They're constantly and consistently the best priced registrar in the market. They offer a large range of domain name choices. They also give customers free private who is, free web forwarding, free email forwarding, free DNS management. Internet.bs is the domain registrar of choice for subject matter experts all over the world. That's web designers, developers, SEO gurus, amongst others. They use the word boffins in this. I'm not going to say boffins. Sure, I'll say. All the boffins use internet.bs because it's the lowest cost and easiest registrar universe. Easy to use customer portal gives you total control of the management of your domains. If you want to buy a domain name, you go to internet.bs and you just get it. It's that simple. And they're running a promotion right now on U.S. domain names. Right now, U.S. domains. Did you know... Did you know that .us is the domain name for the United States of America? And that is the online destination for everybody who believes in the greatness of America, as I do. I know it's not a cool opinion, especially around these parts with rabble rousers like Dudio and AP Mike. Saying it all this bad stuff about the USA, but I, uh, I will have none of it. So here's what you do, my friends. You need some domain names. You go over to internet.bs backslash Mike rules Tom again with this special code. Mike rules Tom. Internet.bs backslash Mike rules Tom right now and celebrate the greatness of American ingenuity with a .us domain name for just $5. Internet.bs backslash Mike Rules Tom Get your domain name locked down now! My friends, if you have money in the stock market, you probably broke even this year, maybe even lost a little bit of money. But if your dollars were in real estate in San Francisco, New York, Seattle, Chicago, or almost any other major city, you probably made a nice little return. Diversification is the name of the game when it comes to investing. So if you're looking to diversify your portfolio with real estate, look no further than Realty Shares. Realty Shares is a private real estate investment club that allows you to invest as little as $1,000 in homes and commercial real estate deals across the United States. Realty Shares has offered real estate investment opportunities in over 100 major metro areas. Thousands of investors have earned returns as high as 20% this year on the Realty Shares platform. It's very easy to become one of them. Plus, when you sign up, and you make an investment, you can refer friends for $150 each. So I tell you right now, you go to realty shares.com slash best show to create a free account and get started. Learn real estate investment tips on their blog or simply browse investment opportunities over at dot com backslash best show. Realty shares.com backslash best show (laughs) your season-long fantasy football team may be going strong but you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid put your fantasy skills to the test each week at This season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. With one-week fantasy, there are no season-long commitments. Got an injured player? No problem. It's like a new season every week. You're not stuck with the same players. And get this, DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. That could mean you could turn your love of football into a payday of a lifetime. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. Believe me, you have never experienced football like this this isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com right now. Use promo code BEST and play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's $1 million fantasy football contest where first place takes home hundred grand. Enter BEST for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Enter in promo code BEST. Best show. You're on the air.
8: Hi, this is Jules in D.C.
1: Who is this now?
8: Oh, hold on. Is that better, Jules? Oh,
1: that is like talking to someone from heaven. Awesome. How are you? So I've got something.
8: I'm really good. I've got something for the topic.
1: What do you
4: got?
8: So this happened when I was about four. It was after dinner. And my mom said, oh, you were good today. You uh, ate your dinner. You can have ice cream, which was something that didn't happen every day. So I was excited. So she goes she goes to the freezer to get it. And she brings it down, and then she opens it, and she looks at it, and she goes, oh, no, it's gone bad. Oh, I'm so uh-huh. sorry. It's gone uh-huh. bad.
4: Uh-huh.
8: I said, okay. And then she proceeded to eat it. Yeah. And the whole time she was going, Oh, thank God, I'm eating this like it's disgusting. Like you would, it would make you sick. I'm so, you know, you're so lucky that I'm eating this for you.
1: You're I'm so here. lucky I'm eating this for you.
8: Because this is, this is bad. Yeah. So I took it at face value, but I, the memory never left my head. It would pop into my head all the time.
1: Yeah. You got lied and then, to. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Because I got yeah. lied to. Yeah. I think I was like 12 when I put it together.
1: Yeah. You realized.
8: I realized that my mom probably wouldn't have sat there eating rancid
1: yeah. ice cream. Yeah, if she would thrown in the trash, not eaten the entire thing in front of you. Did she go like, she really, oh, like, this is disgusting. If only yes, you knew really, what I was doing for you right now.
8: That's what it was like. That's what it was like. She really sold it.
1: And how old are you at this point?
8: Four, five, yeah. really young.
1: Yeah, so you realize the whole thing blew up, right? The whole yes. thing blew up. You realized...
8: Yep, it's all a sham. It. It a sham. It's right? a sham. I called her on it, and she was uh, did not own up. Like it, as an adult, I was like, you know, I, I, that time that you ate the ice cream and you pretended it was that it was spoiled. You know, I remember that, and she was like, no, oh, it never happened. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, I, 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 that definitely happened. Mm-hmm. She's a good person. I think that she probably just didn't think there was enough to share, and was just like, well, I'm not sharing it. Like, oh, she, couldn't give I she couldn't give you one spoonful.
1: She couldn't give you one spoonful. What flavor I probably would have whined, though. What flavor? You would have whined?
9: I, I want
8: ice cream. For sure. It was coffee flavor. It was my favorite. That's why I remember Wait, it.
1: Wait, so you quickly. were four and your favorite flavor was coffee? Is that weird? That's eh, a little weird. That's the kind of ice cream that adults buy when they just want kids to not want their ice cream. It's the only safe haven for adults. Then maybe that's you
8: cream. tried first. Yeah. And that didn't she, work. Yeah.
1: And suddenly goes spoiled. Her, her kids got a taste for it, right? Suddenly her kids got a taste for coffee ice cream. What do I do? Well I better say this stuff's rancid. That's
8: what she did. I never even thought that the first trick was actually the coffee.
1: Yeah. I like yeah, that. Story. Mine too. I like that stuff. Thank you. How's your mom now? Is your mom still with us?
8: She's still with us. And does not lie about food anymore, to my knowledge.
1: You know what you got to do? I'm falling for it. You got to pay her back, right? Okay. Got to bring some ice cream over and eat it right in front of her. Go, oh, this is spoiled. <laughs> I don't want to give you the ice cream, mom. <laughs> I got some coffee ice cream, mom, but this, is, this went bad. Why don't you do that? I'm going to
8: do it. I'm going to do yeah. it. The next time I see her, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. just going to sit there and systematically eat it.
1: I love it. All right. It'll be fun, though. Thanks. It's a fun, it's a fun, you're teasing your mom in a fun way.
8: It'll be fun for the first, like, 30 seconds of it, but I think if I don't end up sharing it, it'll get weird toward nah, the end. Oh, you make at. it
1: weird. You drive it to weird <laughs> town, right? You take Super. it all the way to where she's like, are you seriously going to eat that ice cream in front of me? You go,
2: and then I'm, You go, but it's spoiled. You're so lucky. I'm trying not to barf right now, Mom. thank goodness i'm eating it yeah
1: it's rancid thank good thank goodness i'm eating it why didn't you say thank you right why aren't you thanking me mom
8: okay great thanksgiving i'm really excited this is excellent advice
1: yeah i love it that's a great top thank you so much great call thanks tom Bye. bye lying i was lied to that's the topic What are the times you've been lied to? What are the times you've lied? Think about it, right? Think about lying, the power of lying. Can you remember the first time you were lied to? Can you? That might have been her first time she was lied to, that she remembers. Can you remember the first time you lied? I can. I remember it. I was a pretty honest kid. On the whole, I was not a fibber. I was not a a, a fantabulist. I was a straight shooter. It's like the Walter Cronkite of kids. But it's it's weird when it, when you understand what lying is. It's strange, because it's so big and powerful. Lying is so all in... it's like. It's like reality changing. Right? Alters everything. Perspective gets changed. Like the world is like different when you understand the concept of lying. And you know what's actually a good movie about that is a movie called The Invention of Lying, which Ricky Gervais made. It actually kind of takes on the whole concept of lying in a pretty interesting and uh, really funny way. It really takes... See, I'm lying right now. I'm lying. That was a lie. That
2: movie sucked. It's
1: a bad movie. But that was me lying. Lying! You know what the first lie I remember happened to me was? This kid in school said to me, Hey, at the the store that was like a Kmart type store? He's like, Yeah, they got the new Star Wars action figures. And I'm like, Really? He's like, Yeah. So, I get my parents to take me there, and then I go to look for them, and then like they're not there, and then like I go to school the next day. I'm like, yeah, I went, and they didn't have them. And it was before one of the new movies. I think it was probably before Return of the either Re- Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. This is the first time I remember the concept of lying, and I didn't know he was lying at that point. So he's like, "No, they had, they have them." So then we went back looking for them. They're not there. Got the stores like, yeah, we don't have them.
2: Yeah, lying.
1: Went back again. No, went back to school. I would have gone back to school. Yeah, they don't have them. They, they, they said they didn't even, the only, the guy running the store said they don't have them. Then my parents are like, is this kid lying? Like, I think this kid's making this up, but these action figures. And if I remember correctly, I don't, I think the kid even was like making up the names of character. Like I remember he's like describing, he was like describing them. He was describing the figures. I don't know if he said new character names or I can't remember if he did or didn't, but... He was lying. This kid. Then I remember being on the other side of it. I remember the first time I was a part of a lie. It was also at school. These other kids were... Were tricking this one kid and they were telling him so along the same lines as this one the story I just uh, said that's uh, it's, uh, going to the store they said hey uh, um, they said hey if the, did you play that game at the bowling alley the new video game and they're describing this video game at the bowling alley called quick jump. It's a snake is the name they made up, which is pretty brilliant for like kids in like sixth grade or whatever. Seventh grade. They're like, yeah, it's called quick jump. It's a snake. It's at the bowling alley. It's so fun. And then the kid would go and like, look for it. And be like, yeah, I didn't see it. Like, well, did you check back in the back? No, I didn't. I checked where all the other games are. Oh no, this. They got it off to the side. Like. And I was looped in on this, so I started adding onto the embellishment with it. Like, yeah, I got the level three on it, you know. And snake jumps over rocks or whatever thing it was. Quick jump, it's a snake. Yeah. So I'm in on that thing. That I'm in on the lie now. I'm lying to this kid, just making stuff up. This sucker's going to the arcade. Out uh, to the bowling alley looking for the machine. Finally, he realized, yeah, you guys are lying. I will say this though, that kid was terrible. Uh, not a not a not a good dude. <laughs> In like middle school, it was like, uh, it was like war. It was like a battle of terrible people just doing whatever it could to be slightly higher on the ladder than the kid next to you. Everybody was terrible. I was terrible. Everybody was terrible. But hopefully you, you catch it and you grow out of it and you realize because that's actually look did did that shape some of what I think is funny yeah absolutely uh, yeah. but do I uh, do I actually go around uh, acting like a sociopath no at some point hopefully you find a moral compass in the sense of uh like uh con- like a con you develop a conscience. You're like, Yeah, I can't uh just act like this all the time. That's how you turn into a uh into like a like a like a uh I say you turn into like a a shock jock. Like shock jocks are like that. Like a New York stand-up. You know, the classic New York stand-up. And look, I love a lot of New York stand-ups. I think they're so super funny people. But there's that thing, it's like that special breed of New York stand-up where they're like, hey, we're terrible. We're New York stand-ups. We do the worst stuff you could do. That's what being a New York stand-up does to you. Just makes you a bad person. It's like, yeah, or not. Or you could not do those things. Hey, go on the road. Act like an animal. Do the worst stuff. I'm a New York stand-up. What else am I supposed to do? Well, you could try not doing the things that you know are terrible and do non-terrible things. lying that's what we're going to talk about lying tonight what are the things that made you that you've lied or you've been lied to 201-332-3484 and on twitter hashtag is i was lied to another time i remember Oh, my poor mother. I remember some kid. We were going to go to the movies, and I, f- I forget what movie it was, but then uh, I think how it went down is that either I did or my sister misdialed like calling the movie theater to find out how much it cost. And then uh, I was like, yeah, is this the movie theater? Like, this is like a kid. You're like a, You're like seven or eight, whatever. Is this the movie theater? Oh yeah, it is. Some kid, yeah, yeah, sure. How much is the movie? And this kid on the other end says it's free. So then my my mother, salt of the earth mom, gets like the neighborhood, uh, like a bunch of kids in the neighborhood, like yeah, let's all the movie's free. Let's all, oh, get to the theater. It ain't free. Some rat, some rat kid picked the phone up and was just like, yeah, it's free. They got my mother digging quarters out of her purse to pay to get everybody in the movie theater. And we're not fancy. We did not come from fancy stock. We didn't come from AP Mike with the money. If you don't want AP Mike up in the video, telling you right now, if you want to do a thing, you don't want AP Michael up in your video, dancing around. <laughs> yeah, heartbreaking. I think back at that, heartbreaking. My poor mom. Yeah, you come to Best Show, you don't want AP Michael up in your video dancing or do you know what that is mike that's when suge knight showed up with the source awards when he like went up on stage and was just telling people to come to death row records which is it ties into an announcement i'm pretty excited to tell everybody the best show and death row records are now uh we've signed a a 10-year uh deal uh suge knight is going to be giving notes uh He's listening right now, so Shug. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, You know, I'm still trying to get is this uh, this uh, we don't get it the uh, the uh, the Papa John's person. One person has has written written saying that they they've because I want to talk to somebody who's worked on a Papa John's commercial, who's watched Papa John Schnatter. Uh, act in one of these commercials. I want to just talk to them anonymously, of course. One person has contacted us, but I think they only give a phone number. If you're that person, just call up. Call up. 201 332 3484. I think do we have a phone number, Dudio? Did. No, do we have a number for the? Remember that Papa John person wrote. Yeah, I do have that person. I would love to talk to that person. I don't want to keep texting them though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm giving some weird Papa John, uh, some some gaffer in a Papa John commercials got my cell phone number. You know what I mean?
3: we will do an interview, but we have to
4: change his
1: voice. We have to change. How are we going to change his voice? We're Oh, okay, so we have to record it. Yeah. A pre-re- so I gotta do a pre-record with a... But
10: this is how deep he is in the organization.
1: Alright, alright. Maybe we'll set this. Po- we got a, a guy who's a mole in the Papa John commercial thing who's gonna... He's gonna spill the beans on, on what it's like to be on the set of one of those Papa John commercials. So I gotta record it off-air. Oh, unbelievable. I tell you. I don't do, uh, I don't do, uh, uh, I don't do pre-tapes with anybody, but I'm gonna be here on a Sunday. Taping a Papa John interview. So what did Papa John do when he did? Do you eat Papa John's pizza on the sets of the? Thing? What? Guy can't just disguise his own voice. So yeah, it's me, Papa. I was in the Papa John uh, commercial. Yeah, I just uh. Yeah, Papa John's not a good guy. Fine. Let's set it up. Let's make the Papa John, the Papa John uh, uh, lid blower happen. Best show. You're on the air.
0: Hi, Tom. This is Peter from Providence.
1: Peter from Providence. Where Where are you? Uh, uh, what's going on? Uh, P- you're in Providence, Rhode Island. Yes,
0: Providence, Rhode
11: Island.
1: It's Fairly Country, right? What country? Fairly Country.
0: I'm not sure what that means. Farrelly Brothers. The
2: Farrelly oh, Brothers. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: They did have the Dumb and Dumber 2 premiere
0: at the local, like, Art House movie theater, but I missed it somehow.
1: The Art House movie theater. It's great. What's going on tonight, Chief? Um,
12: well, I had a story. I met
0: Lloyd
1: Kaufman from Troma at a film festival. You met Lloyd Kaufman at a film festival? Yeah. Um, And I'm going to be – it's funny you say that because I'm heading towards Lloyd Kaufman territory with this best show thing I'm doing here. I'm heading towards Lloyd Kaufman where I'm just going to be like – like that That dude is – he's in – oh, there he is in – oh, there he is in uh, what you call it in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There he is. uh, You know what I mean? Like – he 's got a cameo in this a cameo in that but everybody else is the, but he gave everybody their, their shot and then they're 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 going to the bank with the uh, sack loads of money you have a lot of my, I'm heading towards I'm gonna to be the Lloyd Kaufman of podcasting trauma cast I'll end up doing the running the board on the trauma cast Lloyd Kaufman, we got a, who's on the line, Sergeant Kabuki Man, can we patch him through? Uh, I believe we have, uh, from Tromeo and Juliet, I, okay, never mind, go ahead.
0: Um, well, Lloyd Kaufman was sort of gathered around. I was there with a bunch of other like film students, and um, he was like shaking everybody's hand, and he got to me, and I was thinking of something to say, so I told him that I got the book that he wrote for my birthday, and he immediately said, oh, did you read it? And, I, of course, I had not read it, And I, but I just paused and I said, um, yes. Mm-hmm. And then he just immediately frowned and just turned away from me. Did
11: he spot and me? Then you lied.
1: You lied right to his yeah. face.
0: But my friend who had been working for Lloyd Kaufman then whispered in my ear, uh, he goes, Lloyd hates liars.
1: Lloyd hates liars. I love it. Lloyd hates lying. and he saw you as a liar. You couldn't you had to lie yeah. to his face. How'd you feel? You felt you felt like like scum, right?
0: I haven't been able to watch a trauma movie since. Yeah.
1: Well, my friend, you wear that shame the rest of your life. Right yeah. write him on Twitter. Is he on Twitter say, Lloyd, I'm sorry <laughs> I lied to you. Face to face. Please forgive me. Thanks, bro. What's Billy Crystal doing right now? Did the Did the Astros win? Have the Astros won yet? Two nothing. So Billy Crystal right now is probably it's uh, probably he's probably on the cell phone uh, talking to Joe Torre. See, hey Joe, this is why I wish you were still managing the Yankees. You were the greatest manager. Joe Torre, what a bum that guy was. What a fraud. That's like, that's like, like, this guy had the worst record in baseball, right? He was, he was, a, he was, a, 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 he was like a bum. The guy couldn't win. The Yankees one year won like, what, 110 games? And that like finally got this guy to, to 500. It finally got his record to like five. He had this team like winning like setting records to get his his lowly record all the way up to 500. What a fraud. But he's like the king of New York, that, that bum. And he wrote a book like Bad Mouth and All the Yankees. Oh, it's Joe Torre, though. He's a class act. Is he? Really? Really? He writes a book, throwing his players under the bus. That's a class act. Not in my class. Not my idea class. Best show, you're on the air.
13: Hi, this is Brian from, uh, hey, this is Brian calling from uh, said Queens.
1: Brian in Queens, what's going on, Brian?
13: Hey, sorry, long-term listener, first-time caller.
12: Uh, Thank you. I, th- I think I introduced myself twice.
1: Welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome to the best uh,
12: show. I had one for the topic. What do you got?
13: Uh, so this was me um, lying recently. Uh, my friend is really into Neil Young, uh-huh. and uh, he'd always just ask me, oh, are you into Neil Young? I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's all right. I always said I like, liked Neil Young things, but um, he ended up buying me a ticket to this uh, like Neil Young cover concert yeah. for my birthday. Okay. and uh, I just went along to it. I didn't know any of the songs, and uh, we were right in front. I could see a the teleprompter mm-hmm. and I was kind of just reading the lyrics to all the Neil Young songs mm-hmm. and uh I think he like saw me doing that and felt kind of crummy about it
1: like and watching you pretend crummy. you knew the songs <laughs> yeah oh oh great finally they're doing "For the turnstiles <laughs> exactly <laughs> right yeah. I was wondering when they were going to play winter long <laughs> yeah First of all, the, the headline here is, well, you don't like Neil Young, or you just don't care?
13: No, I, I like him, but I only listened to uh the Transformer Man, like, 80s synth album thing, and I thought that was great. Transformer
1: like that Man? Album. That's a William Shatner album. What's Transformer Man?
13: Oh, j- just Transformer. So was no, that's a
1: Lou trans- Reed album. Trans- You're going from a William Shatner album to a Lou Reed album. You might mean trans. trans- <laughs> Yeah,
4: trance. Yeah.
1: that's the one. Yeah. Well, look, you, you're going to go to something like that. They're going to play songs you don't know. Yeah. That's how it goes, my friend. Yeah, you're yeah. exposed. Have a great right. night. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Oh, hello, Tom. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Jacob. Jacob. I'm sorry, I had my I'm sorry,
6: I had my volume turned down.
1: Um That's all right. Where are you calling from, Jacob?
6: Oh, you'd like to know that, wouldn't you, Tom?
1: Not really. It's... Best show you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Jesse in Las Vegas. Jesse in Las Vegas. What's up, high roller?
0: <laughs> Not much, just watching the Astros Yankees game.
1: And who's in the lead right now?
0: It's 3 nothing Astros now. Three,
1: so what inning?
0: Top of the seventh.
1: Top of the seventh. Do, are the Yankees, they're going to lose, right? I'm hoping so. And then Billy Crystal is going to do what? What's Billy Crystal going to do?
0: He's going to cry into his flat cap.
1: In his flat, yeah. What a... I hope they spread a whole thing that he's losing, because that the Yankees are losing, because he didn't wear a real, uh, a real Yankees cap. He wore a, a hat like he was... Like he was working for the, the paper boy convention, right? Yeah.
2: Who wears a hat like that
1: to a baseball game?
0: I think he's trying to not look like he's too much on the Yankees bandwagon because you know, he's supposed to be a bigger Mets fan.
1: No, but he's not, though. He's a huge Yankee. He wore that Met thing just for city slickers. <laughs> he's not a I Mets he's fan. He's heading he's heading his fan. He's a Yankees fan. He's a heading. Yankee. No, he's a Yankees fan. But he'll probably right. He'll probably be wearing a Mets hat when they're in the playoffs. Uh, He'll be showing up at at uh, at, uh, City Life Stadium. What's it called? City City Field. Field. City Field. And look, that's a funny thing about baseball: go all year, and then like in two days, it's over. Well, that Mm -hmm. was that was fun. We sure tried to do something with that, but it didn't happen. Basketball, they draw it out, best of seven. You play two, and then you play a game, and then you take a day, then you play another one, then you take a day, go to the next city. You're back and forth, it builds, it's like a vice tightening and tightening. Mm-hmm. Not like baseball. Boo, the guy was hot.
2: Pitcher was hot.
1: Right?
4: I we, agree with you. We
2: lost, the pitcher was hot.
1: Like, like hockey, we got a hot goalie. It comes down to one guy, hot goalie. Suddenly, so the whole thing's over because one team's got a hot goalie. I don't get it, man. So, what do you got for me, Chief? I got one for the topic. What is it, bro?
0: Well, it's actually it's it's a it was a revenge lie. I have told a lot of lies over the years that were just self-aggrandizing, but this this one is we we lied to a guy who was sort of a habitual liar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. It was that kind of kid thing of, oh, I, this video game that isn't actually out for two more years. I've got it because my uncle works at Nintendo or whatever. And what that was the name of? The game? of what
1: was the name of the game?
0: Oh, Mortal Kombat Two. He he, he um. claimed he had it like two years before it was even
4: out. Yeah.
1: Hey, can I ask you Anybody something? You... Hmm? you know when you see that game Street Fighter, right? Yeah. You know that game Street Fighter. Huh? You ever notice? Are they fighting in the street in any of those
2: fights?
4: I one's think on like maybe an air. Couple?
1: One's on like an air force base. One is at like a. Right. One's in like a temple. One's in like a uh, right. And one is like in a, a, a like a. Like like a, a like a palace. Right. They're all like. Yeah,
0: there's one that's in the jungle.
1: Yeah, the jungle street fighter. Yeah. Would you guys mind fighting one of your fights in the street, please? Air Force Base. Hey, we're doing a Street Fighter. Oh, where's this one fight going to take place? Oh, of course, an Air Force Base. Well, have the guy in the red robe, Ken. Was that his name, Ken? Yeah. Well, they were asleep at the wheel on that one. They are running. They were hurrying that one along. Let's just call him Ken and set it at an Air Force Base. So you lied about Mortal yeah. Kombat 2. And how long did that oh, no, lie? He, no, no,
0: he, no, he, no, he lied about Mortal Kombat 2. What we did to get back at him was he moved. I, I grew up in Nebraska. Yeah. And he moved it, uh, to Nebraska from te- like a suburb of Dallas. Yeah. So he would basically believe anything we would tell him about Nebraska because mm-hmm. he thought it was, you know, country and beneath him and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we convinced him that uh, Children of the Corn was a true story and that it happened in our town.
1: Well, he just sounds stupid. That's, yeah, that's I mean, he, was, like,
0: he was very gullible.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm that uh, good for look. You got him back, right? Yeah. You got him back. I love it. And at what point did he realize you you guys were making all that stuff up? Did he ever realize it?
0: I don't know if he ever realized that we we uh we told him about there there's a lake that is like the biggest man made lake in the world that is near our small little Nebraska town. And there are actually like buildings and stuff underneath it because they flooded the Valley mm-hmm. when they made it. So we convinced him that that was the old town of Ogallala and that they had to flood the Valley because of all the cultists. Sure. And so, so we took it and he, and at first he didn't believe it. So we took him to the library and we showed him uh news, like, like microfiche of the, pictures of the underwater town and that was like all it took to convince him and then we started taking him uh we were in high school so we we got high a lot uh and we would get high with him and then take him out to the lake and drive because there's a lot of cornfields out by the lake and drive around the Mm cornfields and just start Mm -hmm. telling stories about how the old town was and how Mm -hmm. we heard that there are still like some of the cultists survived and they live out in there, the cornfields.
1: Huh? Now, how did you get to the lake? Did you guys get there? Uh, did you ride the snake to the lake? <laughs> yes. Can you believe that an Absolutely. adult, an adult human, y- created that line r- r- and and set it on a on a set it into a working microphone, and then approved it for for public consumption at a point. Ride the snake to the lake that no one in that band stood up to him. We just said, Hey, Jim, we know you're, uh, we know you're a, a shaman. Uh, we know you're, uh, oh, that, uh, that a native American spirit has inhabited you, but, uh, the native American who inhabited you writes terrible lyrics. That's the, do you think it's possible for you to get inhabited by a talented native American spirit? Do you think that can be? Can we arrange that? That a that maybe a talentless? Because he witnessed a car accident when he was a kid, right? And then, uh, this Native American spirit inhabited him. That guy was the Jim Morrison of right. Maybe Jim Morrison was talented. Maybe the pro, we've been the problem has been that that Native American ghost that that inhabited him. He can't write lyrics.
0: When I was a kid, I always just kind of hoped that the, the Native American was just kind of like, uh, like a, a hostage to Jim Morrison's terrible poetry. And he just, like he, maybe he did something bad in his previous life, and that was his punishment.
1: But what did we all do wrong? What did we do wrong? Right. That's fine if that's his punishment, but what did we do wrong for him to have been created and for him to have stayed popular for 50 years? Imagine if he didn't die. Either. Imagine if he didn't die, how many times the Doors would have gotten back together again and <laughs> like done shows and done new albums and stuff and there'd be a version of the Doors going around with just Jim Morrison and Robbie Krieger at some point. You know what I mean? It would be like, That would be the funniest thing ever, right now. Them getting back together for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where they got to get up there and play, right? Oh my goodness, I would love to see that. Thanks, bro. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, uh,
11: this is Taylor from Lawrence, Kansas.
1: Taylor from Lawrence, Kansas. What's going on tonight, Chief?
11: I had one for the topic,
1: what is it bro?
11: um so when i I'm do- was
1: I'm doing this re- for effect by the way, I hope you realize I know I'm saying chief and bro after every i'm 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 doing it for the peanut gallery uh in the other room there, so you have something I for can- the topic, Taylor what do you have
11: yeah, um, so when I was a uh, a kid, I was like probably eight or nine, I had this uh watch that you could push a button on it and it would talk like it would save the time. And, uh, I left it. So I, uh, um, like I, I took it off to wash my hands in the bathroom at school uh-huh. and I kind of forgot about it. And then the next day there was another kid, um, who had, you know, a similar watch. Yeah. And, um, I asked if that was my watch, and he said that it wasn't. Like, he said that it was his watch, uh, uh,
1: essentially. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just um, looked you right in the face, and you're like, Hey, is that my watch? You, the problem is you said, Hey, is that my watch? Mm-hmm. And then he just said, No, it's not. Yeah, I,
11: I kind of gave him the open the it, opening to, to lie.
1: Then what did you say after that?
11: Um, I remember... I remember completely believing him. I had no, like, I just trusted him. I just, I probably just said okay and went back to practicing, uh, cursive or whatever I was doing in school.
1: You never got your watch back? No, I didn't. Were you sad?
11: I was pretty sad.
1: You were sad, right? Yeah, I was. How'd you explain that to your, to your, your, your folks?
11: I don't I don't really remember. I think that uh Yeah, I I really I don't think that it was ever really asked about. Like I don't think my folks asked about it. They
1: didn't notice. No. They didn't notice the missing watch. They didn't What do you say you and I go get that guy, right? <laughs> sure. Um I think
11: his name was Brian.
1: Yeah. Let's go do it. Let's go get him. Brian, we're coming for you. All right. Thanks for the call, buddy. Best show, you're on the air. Okay. Best show, best show, you're on
11: the air. Hi, that's uh, Josh from San Diego.
1: What's up with all the weird phones tonight? First of all, it's all dudes. And secondly, everybody's calling from some sort of, uh, Skype type thing. What are you calling? What's the, uh, what are you using to call me? And no, no offense, Scott. It, it sounds, it <laughs> sounds like, uh, we're doing a, it sounds like we're doing a podcasting, like we're doing, it sounds like we're doing a podcast <laughs> about, uh, video games, like a, like a cheap, sounds like you're talking to other people playing video games. Yeah. It's
10: just, it's just a
1: crappy iPhone. So it's an iPhone. Let's get some yeah. some. Let's get some some uh, some uh, ladies calling, please. Ladies call the best show. No more. Do, exactly I, 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 I think about. that's what happens when I ask about a thing like lying. Then all of a sudden, these guys come out. <clears> you know <throat> what I mean? But maybe that's what it is. A very it, it brings out the. And look, I'm a guy too. I know what it's like. But it it brings out the trash. You know what I mean?
12: Yeah. I, the yeah, trash. I, 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 the when the animals.
1: Yep. <laughs> so, what do you got for Definitely. me, buddy? What do you got? Um,
11: I uh, my 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 first memory of me lying.
1: Okay, um, you're done. We, you're you're out of here. You're pressing the bus sounds. You're calling on a cheap phone. You press the thing. I got a ring in it. Have you never talked on the phone before? Is this the first? Is it was that your inaugural phone call? Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, what's are the phones tonight? What are you calling for? What are you calling on? What are you calling on? A, uh, a ham radio? I uh, actually have an iPhone 4S. Oh, it's terrible. Goodbye. Best show you're on the air.
14: Hi, this is Tim and. This Phil. sounds
1: weird too. Your phones, guys. What are you calling? It's like I'm talking on a, a like a like we're like I got a convoy going here. Like I feel like uh, I got to talk to the rubber duck next, right? Feel like I'm really, what are we doing? Are we going down the uh the the, the, the highway here? We got a, uh, yeah, breaker one nine, breaker one nine. I got some best show callers coming through here. Uh we got Jesse in Las Vegas coming through here. Come on. Uh bring it on. What do you got? I see a bear in the air and a plain brown wrapper uh parked on the you're on the air. To whom am I speaking?
15: Hey, Tom. It's Christina in Mass with Queens. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you tonight?
15: I'm doing okay. My I'm, my daughter's getting over a little something, so we're we're trying to hold the fort down, and hopefully we don't get sick, too. But
1: Yeah, hopefully.
15: Uh, um, so I had something up for the topic, if that's all right with you. Yes,
1: please. What do you got for me?
15: So um, I don't know if you recall me ever telling you this, but I used to be a substitute teacher in the city here. Okay. And when I first got hired, um, it was a little bit of a process before they realized kind of all the certifications and whatnots go through. So I go and I have my interview, and they're like, "Okay, when can you start?" And I'm like, "Fine, soon as possible." And they're like, "Great, we'll call you. You should be in in a couple of weeks." Six weeks later, I finally get in, and I was hired to be a literacy teacher for fifth and sixth grade, which I was pretty prepared to do. So i was okay. supposed to teach 25 periods a week of 5th and 6th grade, and I get to the school and I sign in, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're actually going to be teaching 5 periods a week of 5th and 6th grade reading and writing, and you're going to teach 20 periods a week of 8th grade sex ed.
1: Of 8th grade sex ed? Yes. Uh-oh. And I had
15: to spend 6 weeks of preparing to be, a uh, like, 5th and 6th grades, like a reading and writing teacher.
1: Yeah, so now you got to teach these 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 little animals about the birds and the bees. Right? Right, except you can't because nobody signed the waiver. So nobody signed actually the Actually
15: discuss anything relevant to actual yeah. See so what do you well, got
1: They they, you...
15: they call the class family living. So, so you can't you actually do? talk about
1: you telling them right. about pimples? What are you talking about? Pimples and
15: Oh, uh, we wa- did, wash we did, your like, face. Modified Modified home economics. Yeah. So I did a lot of, like, budgeting mm-hmm. and, like, looking for jobs
4: You didn't with be like, like eighth like, graders to die. try to, like,
15: you know, prepare them for the real world. Sure, sure. But basically, yeah, I was like to big
1: time. So you bluffed your, your – your, you you ended up – so they they dumped that on you or did you lie no, to – No, they
15: t- – so I got hired to be a sub to come in and do reading and writing. yes. And when I finally got there, after A, they were, they were very not forthcoming about the actual hiring process. Mm -hmm. So it took them six weeks longer to get me started than we had initially agreed upon. And then when I finally got in the door, they were like, oh, by the way, (laughs) you're not teaching reading anymore, but you've already signed on to do this for the rest of the semester.
1: And talk to them about, so you talked about,
15: like, like how do you how do you find a job and budget for a family Mm -hmm. and like you know responsibility and making sure that you had enough money before you spent money on like fun that you paid the bills and
1: and what was the first thing you said to them you said well the first thing you do is when you get a job application you just check yes to anything (laughs) (laughs) so that like i did whether you're qualified or not, just <laughs> right. say you can do it right.
4: so, and you'll get so, yeah. a job
1: kind of like the one right. I have right now
15: kind of like the one I have like that yeah <laughs> it was it was terrifying it was mm-hmm. absolutely horrifying mm-hmm. there were I definitely had kids in my class who already had their own children so that was so that was the first thing that was kind of like shocking and sad and, and you had
1: no preparation or training for any
15: right right because like I was what I was 23 I was five feet tall mm-hmm and most of my class was, like, looking down on me from from their height because it, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was completely ridiculous. But well, I was that's what liked. you
1: get for being a liar. You end up in situations you can't handle.
15: I wasn't a liar, Tom. I'm kidding. I'm kidding you. I'm, Come on. I, uh, I know you are. Come on.
1: All right. Well, I'll Have look. a I, good night. You have a great night. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you more than a lot. Best show! You're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Tom? I'm um, doing good. Thank you, Mike, for letting only women through. Glad you heard, and I put the request out there. And that's the one thing with AP, Mike. You give him a th- uh, give him a, a request, he locks it down. So, who, to whom am I speaking? Hey, this is Tom calling. This is Tom calling. Where are you calling from, Tom? Woodbridge. Okay, what's going on tonight? in Woodbridge? Uh, another had something for the topic. What do you got? I, uh, one time I
16: lied about my, uh, gender to get ahead on, on a call list for a call show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, how, <laughs> and how'd that go for you? And he hung up. I would have talked to him. Give the guy credit. That was funny. Best show you're Hello. on the air.
14: Hi, this is Tim in Philly. How oh, are you? There we
1: go. Great. Mike. Mike was off a little bit on that first one, but he righted the ship. Women only. I'm glad he, he, <laughs> he heard my request. What, what, what's, what What's going on tonight?
14: Uh, not too much. I have one for the
1: topic. What do you got?
14: So uh, a few years ago, I was in Erie for a wedding. And uh there's not too much to do in Erie as you might imagine. And uh so I was in my hotel room and I was a little drunk and I was on Facebook and I wrote that I just read that uh Eddie Money did a stint in the Who in the early seventies mm-hmm. during the whole lighthouse era. And uh a guy immediately responded and said, you know, that was basically BS mm-hmm. So I went I went to Wikipedia and I updated The Who's Wikipedia page,
1: uh-huh, which yeah. was
14: back then you could do that, I guess. Yeah. And I put in a picture of Eddie Money and I put in a caption saying, Eddie Money performing Teenage Wasteland with The Who. Uh-huh. And, okay. And yeah. the guy was, we went back and forth for like an hour. Yeah. He was refuting it. And he was like, well, uh-huh. I guess Wikipedia says it. Yeah. It must be
1: true. Yeah. Well, I, look, I think that's really funny. <laughs> Have a great night. That's good. That's not what I'm talking about though. I'm talking about the ones that didn't that didn't shake anyone's foundation. Best show you're on the air. Oh, hey Tom. Oh, good. Well, see, look. Third time's the charm. Mike Mike was off target on the first two. I said women only. But he got he took control. That's what I like about Mike. He learned. he picks up if he's, all, if he's wrong, he he corrects it and gets it right. So what can I do for you, ma'am? Okay. Uh, I'm a ma'am. Uh, I'm not a ma'am. Well, what's your name? Uh, uh, Dan. Where are you Brooklyn. calling from, Dan? Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn?
17: Green Point, to be specific.
1: Okay. Well, what can I do for you, Dan?
17: Uh, so I recently got into this weird Twitter beef um, with the lead singer of the Spin
0: Doctor's.
4: Okay.
1: And, uh, I just want to know sort of how to proceed. Um, well, who, you started it, I'm assuming, right? No, not particularly. He followed me.
17: And, uh, then I, I saw that he unfollowed me. So I, I guess I instigated it by saying, you know, hey, what's up? You unfollowed me? Um, is it because I, I ain't no follower back? Girl, <laughs> and uh, and then he wrote back with uh, a very you know you know dude I'm so sorry like uh, you know it was a mistake my Twitter's been unfollowing but maybe you should assume that it's a mistake and then a lot of his uh, followers started you know coming at me so I don't know how to I want to keep this going. Why? Uh, If that makes
1: sense. Why? I don't
17: know because he's not enough hurt uh... in the
1: world. Not enough hurt in the world. You gotta keep that going. You feed off evil. Evil. uh, You feed off uh, black energy, right? Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Right. A little bit. Yeah. Got that going right. You felt you got a little Emperor Palpatine thing going on there, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yes.
9: Hate leads their anger. Chris Bannon. He's getting mad He's getting... But also
1: you know uh, Okay. Oh come on.
17: His is his press kits. It's it's funky. But what do you
1: care? What do you care? You don't like his music, so what? You don't got uh, where do you listen to it? You don't listen to it. Uh, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Just tell me what you do, champ. Well, what's your what's uh, your deal? What do you what do you uh, do that makes the world a better place? Nothing good, okay. to be honest. Okay. Okay. Well why don't you go talk to the man in the mirror? <laughs> why don't you try to make the world a more fun place, not not try to bum out the guy from the spin doctors?
17: Well, I mean, you know what? It's not so much uh maybe it's not him so much
1: as his uh mm-hmm. his followers. Yeah, the people who enjoy his music. Yeah, you're right there. What bands uh, do you like? Name a band do you like?
17: Uh, I've been listening to a lot of, uh,
1: what's that guy? Link Ray. Okay. Yeah. He's all right. Okay. He's all right. Yeah. Link Ray. Yeah. He's all right. Who do you <laughs> love though? Who do you love? Who do you, who do you love so much that you're, you're just silly, a silly fan of them? Oh, this is not going to end well. Who? I'll
17: give uh I'm a I'm a I'm a door fan.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're, bu- you're you're busted. You uh, uh you're a busted really? person. You gotta yeah. you gotta fix you got a lot of fixing to do. <laughs> so you so you just stop being so stop stop taunting the fans of that guy. Yeah? Yeah, you started it. Hey, why didn't you stop following me? Who, do you, who cares? Guy from the Spin Doctors. You don't even respect him, and he stops following you. and Now you're mad.
17: I'm not. I'm not entirely mad. I just want to know, like,
1: if it if... should I keep going? No. What's your name again? Dan. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving you a nickname. I've given a couple okay. nicknames out over the last few weeks. Uh huh. You're I'm you're in Greenpoint, right? Brooklyn. Yeah. No, it's not. No. Um, you're in Greenpoint, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh Greenpoint's Toilet Dan is your nickname now. <laughs> okay? Toilet Man Dan is your All nickname. Right. Greenpoints Toilet Man Dan. And whenever you call, you have to say, Hey Tom, it's Greenpoint's Toilet Man Dan. Sounds good. Now when you say goodbye, you say it's Greenpoint's Toilet Man Dan. Signing off. So let's hear you do it. Tom,
17: it's, uh, it's been a pleasure. It's Greenpoint's Toilet Man Dan
1: signing
12: off. There we go.
1: Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. It's good to see Mike. Uh, Mike learned. He, he is Seventh time's the charm. So that's what they say. Oh, line four. Okay. What do you got for me, buddy? Hey how's it going oh, it's going great what what's up?
16: uh I wish I was calling under better pretenses because uh, 'cause I've got a lie actually
1: a lie you told yeah what honestly, is it with yeah.
2: everybody's li- i the thing is
1: I was lied to, <laughs> and it's like uh, but no it's a, I said it could go either way, but it seems like everybody says, here's my lie, everybody's got their yeah. lie.
16: Sorry, I've actually I have a lie that I I uh no, let's hear it. What that you concerns got? you. I told I lied to you, I lied to Mike. Yeah. I've actually I've actually been uh living a lie. Mm-hmm. Well what do you
1: what Tell me about this.
16: Uh I'm actually
1: Best show you're on the air. Hey,
12: how are you doing?
1: There we go. Eighth times the charm. What's up? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's um all right. this is Sam calling from San Diego. Okay, what's um, up? I was lied to. Yeah, what ha- what happened, Sam? Tell me. Um uh this
12: was when I was younger. I have a big family, some older brothers, and we had this lizard, an exotic Nile monitor mm-hmm. lizard. Okay. That was very aggressive. Yeah. And they wanted to tame it. So, they convinced me that we'd put Tabasco sauce on my finger, put my hand in its cage, and let it bite me. And it would supposedly let go right away.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
12: <laughs> and you would learn not to bite.
1: Yeah. Because you have Tabasco sauce on your finger.
12: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was probably 10 years old okay. at the time. Um. It latched on. Well, first okay. of all, I wait
2: now, now. give me
1: an idea. Who told you to do this? Who who told you to do this? <laughs> your brother, my two two older brothers. Uh huh. And you're how old now? Ten. Ten. And probably. they are 10, how 11. old? How old are they? Uh probably like fourteen and sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So they tell their brother, stick your stick some Tabasco sauce on your finger, stick it in the yeah. cage. And this, this, this rambunctious lizard will calm down. He'll chomp down on your finger and then the tobacco right will, will make him stop chomping. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it didn't work. Yeah. How hard did this lizard chomp down on your finger? I uh, had very hard. Uh-huh.
12: Very painful and it didn't let go. Uh-huh.
1: You know, do lizards like Tabasco sauce or something?
12: I, I
1: guess the thinking was that
12: they wouldn't like it, and, but it was just an aggressive lizard, and they were looking to tame it. Um, yeah. I don't know who thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I believed it. I think
1: your brothers had no respect for you or the lizard. Like They didn't care <laughs> if the lizard got sick from Tabasco sauce. Or have you got your finger chomped off by the lizard? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, how are your brothers doing now? Uh, they're all right. We're, we get along. You I don't. You ever bring this up to them? Uh, it, it comes up time we get yeah. together. Yeah, you want to get them back, yeah. don't you? You want to get them back, right? I, I would like to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how. You ever prank? You ever prank them? You ever do anything? Or, or are they in the lead right now?
12: They're 100% in the lead. I, I don't know how to get back at them.
1: Here's how you get back at them. Where are they? How far away do they live from you? Uh-oh. One's in Japan. One's oh. about an hour away. The one who's an hour away. You, you break in his house, right? <laughs> you wait till he's asleep. You just watch him sleeping, right? <laughs> then you you go. What's his name? Dan. Dan. Yeah, of course it is. Dan, the name of creeps tonight, man. <laughs> and you go, Dan, wake up. Right? Dan. Yeah. And what's your name again? Billy? What is Sam. it? Sam. Sam. Dan, it's Sam, right?
2: And he's like, Huh? What?
1: And what you do, you throw a li- you drop a lizard right on his face. Yeah. Right? You pour <laughs> you blast some Tabasco sauce in his In his eyes, right, right in his eyes, Tabasco sauce. Uh, Now, here's what you do: you put Tabasco sauce right in his eyes; he can't see. Then you get like a pair, like a pair of like, like needle nose pliers, and you just like pinch him. And he thinks you say, "That's the lizards biting you." (laughs) Right. I I like it. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll get on the bus right now. Do that. (laughs) Then you go to Japan and do the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> Have a great day. Best show you're on the air.
18: Hi, Tom. It's Taylor in Denver.
1: Taylor, in Denver. What's up, Taylor? How are you?
18: I'm I'm well. I'm I'm female.
1: <laughs> you are, and I'm telling you, Mike. You put one more dude through. You're um, taking away your coconut crunchers. Just tell them no. Tell them no, Mike. Tell them no, 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 no. No, 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 You're a dude and you can't get through tonight on the best show. That's what you tell him, Mike.
2: And if... Yeah, there you go. And if you want to talk to Tom, whoa, whoa, right? And if you are a dude tonight... I'll tell you no, 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 no.
1: Okay, what's going on tonight? How are you?
2: I'm I'm fine. I would do the
18: harmony part of that, but I don't think it's syncing up correctly.
1: No, we we're, we're <laughs> I was I was off target on that anyway. You can never.
18: <laughs> um, I I have a I have a tale that uh, I'm embarrassed to tell you, Tom. Let's
1: uh, hear it's, it. It's, it's a it's a me lying to someone tale. It's all right. I'll allow it, because <laughs> it's, um, it's both ways. I'd like some people to call with the lies they were told as well.
18: Well, you know, I think when people talk about the lies they were told, it implies they were dumb, and nobody wants to admit they were dumb.
1: Yeah, they'd you know? rather admit that they were terrible.
18: Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How is that? I'd rather be dumb every day of the week than be terrible.
18: Well, yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, I, I was terrible. This is this is a, a fourth-grade story. Mm-hmm. Well, so fourth graders can be fourth, pretty
1: terrible. They, they, yes, they can. So what happened?
18: <laughs> well, uh, so in my fourth grade class, there was a a girl, and the poor kid. Uh, well, she she was poor. She was poor, and it was just you know, kids can be cruel, and so she was picked on, and she was just sort of a very um, unpopular kid. And yeah, because because
1: kids had so much to do with the money they've got right well fourth guess, graders were so they they've done so much to earn oh, what do you unless you're richy rich you you've done nothing to get that money
18: it's true it's true no, well unfortunately uh you know she sort of um well it's terrible to say but she sort of smelled bad And she sort of obviously wore secondhand clothes. And, you know, none of Mm -hmm. us, this is not a rich town or anything. I was in a small town Mm -hmm. uh, in Colorado. But um, for whatever reason, there was some sort of hierarchy, yes, with regard to who was rich and who was poor. And her name was Prudence, which didn't do any favors either. Mm -hmm. And so she sent, she gave everybody in the class an invitation to her birthday party. Oh, no. Absolutely everybody in the class. And now, to be fair, the first thing I did was just nothing. I said nothing. I didn't respond. I said, you know what, thank you for the invitation when she gave it to me. And then, you know, a week went by and I just assumed, well, other people are going, so it's fine. Um, but then there was a day in class when Prudence's mom came to class, and apparently she had talked to the teacher and they had decided the best thing to do was to call every kid up to the mom and the teacher mm-hmm. and ask them why they didn't respond to oh. Prudence's invitations. Oh. <laughs> so I was kind of, I mean, I guess I was forced to lie because as a kid I knew, like, well, I don't want to go, which, you know, the nice thing mm-hmm. to do would have been to just go. Mm-hmm. But I was a kid, so that's the only excuse I have. Um but I had to say something about like oh my family goes to church at night or something made up yeah, you night know church. that was really awful.
1: Yeah, my family goes to night church.
18: Yes, exactly. We're very keen on the night church. We yeah. can't go in the day, we have to go at night.
1: Working so. on the night church, right? <laughs> my family goes to to uh, uh Our Lady of Bob Seeger. Right? <laughs>
18: I might still be in that church if that was the case. Sure.
1: So what? So you said you go to night church?
18: Yeah, and they were b you know—they were adults, obviously—and a kid is lying to them, so they obviously knew yeah. that I was lying. But yeah. it seemed like pretty much everybody in the class oh. was lying. Yeah. So they basically made everybody march up and lie to them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awful. Oh, well, it's bad for everybody. Kids don't yeah. know how to get through situations like that either. You're—you're you're still a kid at that point. I'd say at that point, the mom can't drag all the kids up front.
18: I agree. I agree. I mean, it's terrible all the way around, but also that makes it even more terrible. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I agree. Well, thank you for the call. And now I'm saying, dudes, come back to me, please. (laughs) Mike, you had it figured out. You knew. Nothing but dudes now. Thank you for the call.
18: Mm -hmm. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye.
1: Working on the night church. Best show, you're on the air. Hi,
7: this is Roxy in Los Angeles.
1: Roxy in Los Angeles. Do I know this, Roxy in Los Angeles? Yeah. I do. How are you?
7: I'm well. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm um, well. I'm uh, well.
7: You're well. You're it makes well. makes me sound I smarter have... if
1: I say well rather than good, right?
4: <laughs>
1: oh, I guess. Am I a jerk for saying that I'm smart? No, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds classy. It's just
2: proper grammar. Yes, well, right? Look, again, I'm not smart. I'm not a smart person. I'm not either.
1: Nah, you're smart. I know you're, I know you, you're smart. Sure. I got, I got, but I'm just, I, I, I don't got no smarts like that. I'm like a, I'm like a lunch counter guy. I'm like a, you know what I mean? Usually, I go to a place to eat. I have to wipe my own table off. That's the kind of places I eat, where I, I go. Hey, this table's kind of this table's kind of dirty, and they're like, "Yeah, there's a rag over there." Okay. You do it. Yeah, you do it. Exactly. You do it. <laughs> so what's going on, um, Roxy?
7: Not too much. I actually have one for the topic.
1: What do you have? To. No, were you lied to, um, or did you do the lying?
7: I was lied to.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
7: When I was 17 of my senior year of high school, well, I should preface this by usually every other year my family would go into the city and, like, we'd get a hotel room along the parade route and watch the parade and, like, go see a Broadway play or two. Like, mm-hmm. That was just our family tradition.
1: And what plays and, were you um, seeing? Like uh, like Starlight this, Express?
7: No. Uh, more like Les Miserables, mm-hmm. Lion King. Mm-hmm. We saw Annie Get Your Gun one year. I don't know. Uh stuff. rent, obviously. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I grew up doing theater, so it was like very I loved doing that. It was fun. But uh my senior year of high school, my parents was day day or two before Thanksgiving. I was you know, I was told, you know, we're going into the city, gonna go spend the weekend for Thanksgiving and uh was woken up at three in the morning by an escort and my parents being like, You're going to boarding school in Montana So I was Flown out to the middle of nowhere in Montana at three, four, five in the morning, and I did not go to the city that weekend.
2: (laughs) Hold
1: on a second.
7: (laughs) What happened? My parents. I I was sent to boarding school, and my parents had it planned, but I didn't know I was going. So So you got tricked. I got tricked. I was lied to and tricked. <laughs> but my parents oh. definitely were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to the city. We're definitely going.
1: Yeah, the city. I wasn't so they going. Kept they it... went,
7: but I didn't go.
1: So they kept it vague. <laughs> yeah, you're going to the city, Butte. <laughs> the city of Butte. Uh, it, it was
7: smaller than that. It was crazy. It well, was not very the big, weird. Yeah,
1: not the big city. Not Butte, Montana.
7: Mm-mm, definitely not. Well, that is <laughs> my terrible. My boarding school probably made up the population of
1: I mean, were you, were you, were you kind of like
7: bonkers
1: to where they wouldn't have been able to get you to go there?
7: Um, no, I think they just did it as like a safety precaution. It was just like, they were, it was recommended. Like, I wouldn't do anything crazy to like, be like, no, I'm not going. Like, I was just in shock. I was like, wait, what, what's happening right now? So it just kind of happened and I just went with it and I was like, I don't want to try to fight this because I don't know what would happen if I did. So I just. Very quiet.
1: So you just ended up. You ended up in boarding school. I went boarding school my senior year. Well, the nice thing about that is you learn to say "I am well" rather than "I am good." You would not have learned that if you didn't go to uh, Montana, a Montana boarding school. Exactly. <laughs> so that's fancy. That's a nice little uh, no, it wasn't. silver it wasn't lining fancy. you got. It
7: was not fancy. It's not like
1: that. It wasn't it fancy. It wasn't like
7: a boarding school boarding school. It was like a bad girl's boarding school.
1: Okay. So you were just I like a troubled, you were a troubled teen?
7: I guess. I was just a jerk. I was just a jerk of a teen. I was just teens.
1: a jerk. <laughs> well, had. That... <laughs>
7: I deserved it. My parents were prob- they were in the rights for sending me away. But I now you it. can tell yeah. them
1: it's like, hey, uh guys, can we just say that was uh not the greatest move? Uh you didn't have to oh, trick me to get there. You they're well them. aware of that, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
7: They they feel terrible about it. So
1: This wasn't like a but Jenny Jones <laughs> This wasn't like a Jenny Jones camp, was it, with like a no. drill sergeant no. screaming in your face?
7: No. Definitely not. Oh, like outward bound. There but, were a lot of girls that came from outward bound programs and their stories were really
1: bananas. You ever see that? I don't remember on Jenny Jones when they'd be like the teen would be like, I don't care about anything and it'd be like the drill sergeant would be screaming in their face. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't
8: you just like, go whatever, like whatever. I don't care. Yeah.
1: And wouldn't you go like like if some drill sergeant started yelling in my face, I hope I would go Wait, did I enlist in the arm please remind me when I enlisted in the army uh between mm-hmm. when I came on the show and Oh I didn't? Oh, so you're just a guy screaming in my face. Yeah. All right. Basically. Yeah. Sorry. Well, Roxy. <laughs> I'm glad you turned out okay. Okay. And you're okay. not a jerk now. The the school mm. de jerkified you. Mm, right? Maybe. So. All right. all
7: right. I don't know about that. Well,
1: we are uh, doing all right. Thanks for the call. all right. Uh,
7: Thanks, Tom. Have a good day. Bye. You
1: too. I'm being told there's a special guest on the hotline, and I know we said that uh, it's ladies only right now, but I'm bringing this uh, person on right now. Um, sir, your name is uh, Christopher? Yes. The Christopher. We're checking in with you quickly you have an interesting you are in an interesting situation right now are you not uh it's true i am what is it please explain your situation quickly if you don't mind uh i'm i'm
10: currently living uh in in tonopah nevada uh at a place called the clown motel
1: the clown uh, LP- motel
10: yeah um It's a clown-themed motel uh, in the middle of the desert. It's about 200 miles either way from Reno. Um, And I'm going to be here for the next... Well, my first week is done. I have uh, three more weeks to go. And why are you doing this? I'm not really sure. Uh,
1: It's kind of a dare that uh, got out of control. So you're living Um, at a place called the Clown Motel for, what, a month? Yeah. Yeah. And how scary is it? It's, uh, the, the
10: clown part isn't that scary. Um, it's right next to a, a turn-of-the-century graveyard. Um, so that's a little spooky. A clown and,
2: graveyard?
10: No, it's uh, it's like full of miners and people who like built this back in the, the early 1900s, late mm-hmm. 1800s.
1: Oh, yeah. someone just put a picture up on on the Friends of Tom chat of like a shelf with like hundreds of clown dolls. That's that's the
4: front office.
1: Oh, yeah. the clown motel. So it's just uh-huh. all. Cl- oh, now they put a picture of the sign out front. This is where yeah. you are. It is. It's where I live. Why do you? Why are you doing this to yourself?
2: Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I uh, you're trying to, um, your I, you trying to make your
1: bones.
4: You're
2: yeah. trying to make
10: your bones, <laughs> right? I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, throwing myself in the face of danger and seeing what happens. I guess.
1: And how is it? Is it frightening though? Is it, is, it, is there some rough customers hanging out at the motel? Yeah. That's that's the bit of the frightening part. Is
10: uh, is the clientele? Um, on Sunday, uh, it was sort of raining all day, and there was. Uh, there was a room full of bikers next door to me, and oh. and one of them, I guess, he got out of hand. He was drunker than I've ever heard anybody uh, at 3 p.m., um, and basically started just swearing at his friends and sort of stomping around, and then he left, um, and then he came back, around, like after midnight, and was even drunker than he was before, um, and was mad at them, because I think they wouldn't let him join his biker gang or
2: something. What? Uh, what? 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 Why? Why? <laughs> it,
0: it was a bit, bit I'm more. Seeing these, heavy, I'm but...
2: seeing these
1: pictures, and it's oh the pictures of clown <laughs> dolls, and the picture of the graveyard. It looks like they're, like they're wooden tombstones. Yeah,
10: it's 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 like it's a real old uh, cowboy sort of graveyard, and most of the headstones have the cause of death listed on them.
1: Oh.
4: Why
10: yeah. Why are
1: you doing this? What are you going to do? Are you going to make a movie out of it?
10: Uh,
0: well, I, I set up a Kickstarter.
10: Oh, that explains it.
4: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it, it makes a... perfect sense now. Yeah. This yeah.
1: is yeah. the second. Um, this clown tells the second dumbest thing you've ever done. It is. The kicksta- but, but. Kickstarter takes the cake. And I'm going to say, <laughs> I know now I'm going to get a thing from someone, a Kickstarter.
2: Why are you saying about us? We do. No, I just, I like Kickstarter's fine. It's a, it's a case
1: by case basis. So are there people dressed as
2: clowns walking around there?
1: No, Um oh. I
10: did. As part of the Kickstarter, one of my stretch goals was to buy a clown outfit. So um I, I wore it in the room last night. I promised that I would wear it, but not
1: outside of the room. So. So you, when you dressed up as a clown, were you just like, okay? This yep. is the bottom right now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I want you and to be okay. Weeks to go. You're no, on Twitter. What are you on Twitter as? Xtop? Yeah. X-T-O-P. X-T-O-P. Why are you doing this? I don't get it, Chris. It's, uh, you know. Uh, uh, there's other ways to make your bones. Go, uh, I don't know what to tell you. There's other way. You want to make a name for yourself. You can you, you, you <laughs> find other things. You're doing your clown routine. You're going to end up. Uh, there's going to be one more uh, wooden tombstone, right? I did.
0: I think almost get abducted the other night. So.
10: Oh, okay.
1: Almost. But right.
10: Yeah. I well. I was. I went out for a walk to clear my head. Now, where are you?
1: Basically. Where are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. You wanted um, to so, walk to clear your head.
10: Uh huh.
1: And, and what it, happened? We're right
10: on Highway 95. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, you know dark, very dark, uh, and no cars coming through, and I started walking, I got a couple blocks away, and then this like, you know, creepy horror movie pickup truck sort of slowed down and then pulled off in front of me, like a couple lengths ahead, and so I just turned around and came back to the clown God,
1: hotel.
2: Uh, God bless, God,
1: look, I hope this book deal you get, I hope you get a book deal, I mm-hmm. hope it, it better be a good, It's it better not be some uh, some fly by night thing.
10: Yeah, I mean, I'm, You know, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking all the uh, offers right now. So
2: yeah.
1: Offers. You're taking offers. <laughs> Trust me. They're not going to send you the check now. No. They'll send you yeah, the check I, after I you get out of clown, out of clown prison.
10: Yeah. Everybody's waiting to see if I make it out.
1: So yeah. be safe. Okay. I will be safe. I will. Thanks bro. Yeah. Thank you. Call bro. us next week. Can you call next week? Yeah, tell I want me. to make sure you. I want to call. I want you to call until you're out of there. Okay, I will. And if anything happens, just end the concept. Right, end it.
10: Leave. Oh yeah, no, I drove here, so I can. I'm I can gonna do, at do any my time.
2: clown book. <laughs> no, no, they're burying me alive.
1: Right? Yeah. Right. No, I can get out of here at any time. All right. Well, you have a great night. Be safe. You too, Tom. All okay, bye. thanks.
2: Do
5: slow. Sorry.
2: That's all right. Don't worry.
5: Don't I'm worry. Not j- I'm not jittery like you. Don't worry. <laughs> Twitchy. What's up? How much?
2: You can <laughs> welcome. Welcome.
5: Yes. Yeah.
2: To the first episode of Gary and Mike at the movies.
5: <laughs> Here we go.
2: Now look, Mike. I used to talk about movies, mm-hmm. movies. I don't anymore. Uh-huh. I'm back to my roots. <laughs> want to do a show. Me and you will review movies. Okay. What do you think?
5: I, it's a good idea. Um, I'm, am I going to have to know box office uh, statistics? No, I'll do no. that stuff. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't you worry. All right. I'll hold that and... Uh,
5: I don't have that info.
2: Okay, well, don't worry. Here's our theme, we ready? Ready for the theme? Alright. Hold oh, no. on. Man, what is it playing? <laughs> Alright, welcome back to another episode of Gary and Mike at the Movie! Yeah! My name's Jerry the Squirrel, and I'm here with maybe Mike.
5: Yeah.
2: All right, all right.
5: <laughs> Who did that music?
2: My friend of mine. Oh, okay. Jesse Eisner. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know him?
5: Yeah, I've worked you with have-
2: him. You have?
5: Yes, I have. I don't think we'll get someone new to do the thing.
2: <laughs> Alright, alright. Welcome, movie fans! To the first episode of Gary and Mike at the Movies. It's like, uh, it's like uh, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. But, uh, the difference? Only one of us is dead! Because <laughs> Mike's <Yep>. boring.
5: Okay. <coughs>
2: Alright, here we go, here we go.
5: Did you uh align yourself with one of the critics more than the other? On the original show? Cisco! You were yeah, okay, all right. I'm a Cisco guy. Really? Yeah. A keyboard <laughs> That was a quick change of heart. <laughs> I just switched <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
2: So what's up movie fans?
5: <laughs> Can
2: I get a what what from my movie fans?
5: What, what? What, No, not you.
2: (laughs) So, the Martian (laughs) opened strong with 55 million at the box office. Mm -hmm. And it broke Gravity's record for October openings.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it did well. And, uh,. It was Matt Damon's second biggest opening behind Born (laughs) Ultimatum! Which brought in 69.2 million. Mm -hmm. And then, uh. The Walk is a Flop!
5: (laughs) The Walk
2: Out! Get it? Get
5: it? Yeah, I get it.
2: People are walking out. Yeah. What a dumb movie. Oh, what's gonna happen? What's going to happen to the guy walking across? Right?
5: Everybody knows the story. Yeah. Yeah. No suspense. Stupid.
2: (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) What else happened at the box office? Hotel Transylvania 2. Scared up. 33 million <laughs> Tom's weighted to 90.5 million which proves then that uh... <laughs> oh. hold on <laughs> I'm not doing so good
4: tonight
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the intern 11.6 Pretty much on par with Nancy Myers' 2003 film, Something's Gonna Give! <laughs> Alright, let's go on to the, the reviews! <laughs> first up! First movie! Where's the movie dude? Or announcer? just got taken taking the scenic <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh.
16: and the first film is Entourage <laughs> <Shut> starring... <off! laughs> and the first film is Entourage starring Kevin Connolly Adrian Grenier Kevin Dillon Jerry Ferrara uh-huh. Jeremy Fiven, and directed by Doug Allen the plot movie star Vincent Chase together with his boys Eric Turtle and Johnny are back and back in business with super agent turned studio head Ari Gold on a risky project that will serve as Vince's directorial debut. Like I told you 15 <laughs> years ago,
9: the next level is coming. Hey. Hey, dancing, <laughs> hey, hey. We'll be right back. Nobody leave. This is
2: this thing you, for the
9: move. Vinny Chase.
2: Ari Gold.
9: I hear you got something for me. My first movie is Studio Head, and boom, oh, I want you to star in it. Whatever I do next, I also want to direct. <coughs> Ari. Does so you even know how to direct? Ari. I'm gone. 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 Holy. What? Ron the Rousey, the fighter. I love her. I love her. You know he the Didn't she used to be really fat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if this movie tanks, Vince will not come back from this. <laughs> <laughs>
9: neither will I, <laughs>
3: and neither will you. This could get ugly. Trust me, it's all good.
9: Oh my God. The doctor says she's going to pop any second. What's wrong? We got a sex tape. Oh God. I'm getting married. Oh God. We need more money. Bye. Oh
0: God. I gave you $100 million. You agreed to not go over.
12: Because you said I couldn't direct unless we agreed. It's like when a girl
5: asks if you want to bang her. Hey,
2: shut up! <laughs> All right.
5: <laughs> okay.
2: My review of this movie is stupid. It's one of the dumbest movies i ever saw in my life. It was a stupid TV show, and it's an even dumber movie.
5: <laughs> okay.
2: It's a complete waste of my time. <laughs> it was poorly written. Mm-hmm. And moronic.
5: <laughs> any more, adi- any f- more adjectives?
2: <laughs> I found myself getting dumber watching it.
5: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Haley Joel Osment is in. He's terrible.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Dumpy looking.
4: <laughs>
2: Looks like he just showed up from a, like a tractor pull. The worst character in the history of movies. Billy Bump Thornton's in it. He sucks. <laughs> the cameos are stupid.
5: <laughs> Gronk. <laughs>
2: Gronk. <laughs> and Russell Wilson from the Seahawks. Yeah. This movie felt like more of an excuse to get free NFL tickets. <laughs> than to put good cameos in a movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it sucked, and I give it zero stars.
5: Okay.
2: Uh How about you, A.P. Mike? You liked it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm uh, surprised that uh, we're in agreement on this one. Uh, I think my uh, two-word review would be instantly forgettable, because um, when you said we were going to do this segment, I I had to actually watch it again just to uh, reacquaint myself with what happened in that movie.
2: And how'd that go for you?
5: Uh, yeah, it was terrible. You know, you know the, the best thing about the movie uh, is the running time. Uh, you know, they could have went crazy, you know, like all these movies that go into two and a half hours long now. Oh, my God!
4: <laughs> Can you imagine two and a half
5: hours of that thing? No. Uh, but I, I thought they showed great restraint. By, uh, you know, keeping it to about an hour and 40 minutes.
2: Wait, that was only an hour and 40 minutes?
5: <laughs> it does feel long. Particularly that, that screening scene.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, it,
5: it goes on forever.
2: Paul went through that movie. I was confessing to, like, knowing, like, where missile bases were <laughs> that I don't even know. It was
5: torture. <laughs> Did you watch the deleted scenes? No the screen the screening scenes could have been even longer.
2: The whole they felt like a deleted scene.
5: <laughs> Who's the uh that sort of uh Weasley sports guy? Is it Jim Jim Rome? Is that Jim him? Rome? Yeah. He had a couple scenes. Hey, clones. <laughs> that guy? He got he got cut out of the movie. He he had a couple scenes in the uh screening scene. Al Roker got cut out. He was on the red carpet at the end. Him and uh, Carson Daly. So, yeah, it, it could have actually been worse.
2: They should call this movie douche <laughs> Al Roker, Jim Rome.
5: <laughs> what what would you Who say? Who else,
2: Robert Blake?
5: What what would you say was the dumbest moment in the movie? Wh- which was the one that really stood out above very, very many?
2: Mm, the dumbest scene. Probably when they trick Eric into thinking... I'm pregnant. Oh yeah, that was I'm bad. I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stupid.
5: <laughs> For me, it was the. Uh, it's a wh- must avoid. <laughs> when they re- replicated the, the overhead scene of them getting into the car, you know, like that was supposed to be some great moment of recognition. Yeah, from it's a
4: classic <laughs>
9: moment.
2: <laughs> Didn't you realize?
5: Four guys getting into a car.
2: It's a classic moment. <laughs> so what are you giving? Zero. Zero.
5: Zero stars.
2: We both say the entourage movie sucked. (laughs) Zero stars.
5: Thumbs down. Are we sticking with the thumbs down or are we doing stars?
2: I'm sticking with it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Thumbs down. Thumbs off. (laughs) I have to take my thumb out to hitchhike away from that movie. (laughs) Yeah. What a terrible movie!
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Whose idea was that? Can you believe it? It's so bad. Hide, hide! I'm making a movie called Hide in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> wanted to
5: hide. <laughs> you, you don't think they can make you know a, a movie within a movie that's dumber than the actual movie you're watching? But, but this movie's <laughs> supposed to win awards. <laughs> they do it. They do it with Hide.
2: And the winner is Johnny Drama. <laughs> like he'd win for that. Mm-hmm. Didn't, mean, ain't nobody winning.
5: <laughs> you didn't care for his story arc? With the, uh... Help
2: me, bro. Bro. <laughs> I'm a loser, bro.
5: Baby bro. It's baby bro.
2: Yeah, baby bro. <laughs> Guy's only been in 80 things.
4: Uh-huh.
5: And he's
2: a loser. <laughs> he's only worked for 40 years in Champaign. He's a loser. I'm a loser, baby bro. All right, all right. What's next?
5: (laughs) You're running the show. I'm I'm following your lead, Gary.
2: All right. Let's bring in the movie dude to announce our next flick. (laughs) Uh
16: The next movie is Being Evil. Why is he
2: reading it like this? (laughs) Uh Did you ask him to do it like that? I
5: didn't even know he was going to be part of this segment.
2: Next week's new movie, dude. (laughs) Go, please. Go ahead. That didn't mean stop.
5: The next movie is
16: Being Evil. Said that already. (laughs) Director Daniel Young. The plot: the real story behind the myth of American icon Robert Evil Knievel and his legacy.
3: And here comes Evil Knievel. He's not hesitating. He'll
10: go. I didn't think of evil Knievel as a daredevil. I thought of him as a superhero. No one ever went for it like that before.
12: I grew up in the 70s.
10: There was a certain cynicism throughout
0: the country, society was changing.
1: I guess we were looking for some sort of a hero.
9: It was an amazing time. Evil was on top of the world. He's probably the only man in history who's become very wealthy by trying to kill himself. In the
10: span of seven years, he became one of the most famous people in the world.
4: Some people
9: just can't handle that thing.
12: I didn't know the story of the man, and it was pretty complex.
3: He was a crook. A con man,
12: I guess you'd call him.
1: California judge has ordered Evil Knievel to serve out the rest of a jail sentence behind bars.
12: Some of the stuff is tough to reconcile,
4: but
9: there'll never be another evil. I do not ask for your respect. I demand it.
0: He created a character named Evil Knievel and then lived the part.
10: He was the greatest reality show before reality shows existed.
9: You're afraid. I'm Evil Knievel, honey. I'm not supposed to be afraid.
11: It's definitely come a long way from daredevils to professionals.
9: The thing that's really inspiring to all of us is the showmanship side of it. That's such a large part of our culture now. It's a crazy story. It's just fast, faster, and disaster.
2: documentary about one of the creepiest dirtbags in in the history of America. (laughs) Yeah, Total con man. (laughs) Basically a low level thug and criminal (laughs) who tricked his way into being like a hero to kids.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: But then couldn't keep his Dirtbag ways under control (laughs) and ended up beating a guy with an aluminum bat. Ended up in jail. (coughs) Yeah. But on top of that, he was also trying to kill himself in front of everybody by doing (laughs) stunts that he made up. Yeah. On television. So what did you think of being evil?
5: Well, as a documentary, I mean, it sort of tells the story. Uh, you get the warts and all. But um, as you said, a lot of people will be creep- creeped out by him. He he was not, you know, I mean, I grew up in the 70s too. And so I was like the, the right age for all this crap. And, you know, me and my friends were into it for a while. But, uh, you know, after the Snake River Canyon debacle... You know, I pretty much you know, that's what I thought of him. I thought of him as a uh, you know, a fraud, a con artist. And pretty much that was the end for me. Even at thirteen years old, I, I kinda knew this guy was a you know, he was a uh, he was a fraud.
2: He was trash. Yeah. Yeah, that's all his moved. It's a pretty good story.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Buddy's like uh He's a dirtbag. bag.
5: Yeah, and it, yeah, the, I mean, hey, it says something about.
2: He's not even good.
5: The, yeah, the he Ameri- crashed
4: ninety percent <laughs> of the time. They couldn't even <laughs> stick
5: to landing. And but the American public fell for it. I mean, you know, and uh, actually, the the most interesting part of the documentary to me was the uh, what happened at the Snake River Canyon jump with the people who showed up, and that said something about who was following him, and it was like all these. Biker gang showed up. They assaulted a uh, a marching yeah. band of yeah. high schoolers. They attacked a marching band. <laughs> they were they were pulling off their their clothes. He,
2: he's not even riding a motorcycle. <laughs> he got in a a tube. Did they just what? He's supposed to be a motorcycle guy. And then he got, I went and jumped the Grand Canyon. It's the stupidest <laughs> thing I ever heard in my life. So. Then they say,
5: no, you can't do it. And the parachute's coming out as yeah, the thing's going off the ramp. Because
2: he passed <laughs> it after one second.
5: The G-forces were too much for him.
2: Yeah, because he was a moron. <laughs> what do you think of this math equation? Masses plus motorcycle equals evil
5: Knievel. No. I have more respect for masses. And actually, that was another part of it, that uh, again, in 1975, after Altamont, uh, the Hells Angels were enlisted for security at the Snake River Jumper. (laughs)
2: Because these idiots were all going to fall off a
9: cliff. Trying to watch this
5: guy on a motorcycle. Yeah, Yeah, everybody was getting close to the edge, and there was fear that they were going to go over the side. Yeah, that was great.
2: How is this guy a role model?
5: He's hey, not a role model. And he's
2: a blowhard.
5: On top of all of it, <laughs> everybody's calling him hey, a, hey, a hero. What, what, how's he a hero? You know, he did everything for himself. It was all for money. And like you said, he failed more than half the time. So, like, how is he a hero?
2: Because he had rocks in his
5: head. <laughs> his dumb fur coats he's and his dunts. His walking sticks.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: his, his big belt buckle. <laughs> belt belt buckle. I mean, can yeah. you imagine this guy? He was the worst of the '70s, wrapped up in one package, <laughs> One <laughs> <you're> walking, <laughs> one, <laughs> one dirt bag.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, well, he's. dressed uh, in white. Yeah, he's a hero. <laughs> he's a
5: hero. Yeah, number one, number one, one.
2: Number, number yeah, you know from that motorcycle league, where where you get ranking. <laughs>
5: And then George Hamilton is in there, of course, you know, with his dumb movie that he made about this guy. Yeah. Still
2: evil, <laughs> still
5: tooting that horn.
2: But then this guy's like, he's like, I just want kids to see you. You gotta believe in your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, hey, my kid <laughs> broken brought his arms. bike into a ditch. <laughs> broken arms. Trying to be like his
5: hero. I-, I wonder how many broken arms, broken legs, broken clavicles...
2: I wonder how many kids beat bunch of kids with aluminum bats <laughs> because of Evel Knievel. My hero did it.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah. So what's your rating? Thumbs down. Zero stars. <laughs> 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 no, le- 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 yeah, let me hedge that. I mean, the documentary is pretty much straightforward. I, I give them credit for not building him up so, so much as a hero, even though there's all these guys saying he's a hero and, you know, he meant so much to them and, you know, he inspired these uh, extreme sports people. Well, whoop de doo yeah, but know? they're good, too. You ever notice you
2: watch them and they're, like, doing all the stunts? Yeah. And they all look good?
5: Yeah, and they don't crash. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
2: they don't. This guy's getting on a motorcycle, like he wipes out every
5: time. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, not good. He inspired all these people to do a better job than he so did. Who you give it? I give it about a five, six, you know, in, in, yeah, in between.
2: Out of what? Ten?
5: Yeah, out of ten. I mean, it's, it's, the documentary tells so the doing, story. You're but... doing
2: one out of ten. One to ten, I'm doing stars.
5: Okay. <laughs> okay. I give
2: it two stars. Yeah. Pretty good movie to watch. hmm
5: Yeah, if you don't know anything about him, or the seventies, I think it, it would be, you know, educational.
2: And he also put down these motorcycle games. These guys are scum. Meanwhile, what's he doing? (laughs) He's no different. He's just got more money.
5: (laughs) And then he blew it all.
2: Yeah, that's a shocker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we're going to do all right. What next? Our picks. Picks. What's your pick? What's AP Mike's pick?
5: My pick is uh, Mr. Turner. A uh, Mike Lee movie. Uh, about the uh, British painter uh, J. M. W. Turner, um, Mike Lee's one of my favorite directors, so I'll, I'll watch anything he's done. <laughs> I knew this wouldn't be a hit with you, Gary. Uh, <laughs> oh no! But oh, we're still doing it. Yeah have you Have you ever seen any Mike Lee movies, Gary? I did. Yeah, which one?
2: Topsy-Turvy, <laughs> Topsy-turvy. Okay. Did you like it? Jim Broadbent.
5: <laughs> yeah?
2: Yeah, it's alright.
5: Okay. You might like uh, Mr. Turner then. I'll huh? check it out. It's I'll historical. Check it out. Yeah, it's a biopic.
2: My pick is Spy! <laughs> 2015. <laughs> Director Paul Feig. Melissa McCarthy's a spy. Mm hmm. It's funny. Yeah, okay. It's got Jason Statham in it. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's like, um, he does comedy.
5: Is it, yeah, This is, his, is this his first comedy?
2: I think so, intentionally, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think the first comedy would be uh, Crank 2.
5: <laughs> I can honestly say I, I've never seen a movie with Jason is that Statham. 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 Statham.
2: <laughs> Statham. All right. What do you think of this show? I think it's fun.
5: I think uh, this was a start, yeah.
2: It's nice we got along.
5: We did. We agreed for the most part. I was expecting a bit of a debate on some of these.
2: We got to pick some movies so we can get into it. All right. Right? Yeah. Because you kept bugging me about doing the Entourage movie. Please, can we watch the Entourage (laughs) movie? Please, I want to see it again. I can't wait. wait.
5: Wait a second. You're the one with the Blu-ray, right, Gary. I can't wait to hang out
2: with my boys again. Can't wait to hang out with my boys.
5: Why didn't they just call that show "Bros Before Hoes? I mean, that's pretty much the general philosophy that uh, they were putting out there.
2: They should just call that show "Stupid People," <laughs> the movie, stupid TV show, the movie.
5: Yeah. Stupid. Is is that the the dumbest show you've you've gone to the bitter end on? Yeah. Yeah. I Bye! Would, I would say mine was son, Sons of Anarchy. And actually, uh, Ray Donovan is making a, making a go for it now. This season was really bad.
2: Spy. I picked a click. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been Gary and Mike at the movies. You seriously got to get a different movie, dude. That guy was terrible. I don't even know what his name was. You did? That yeah. thought his voice was the worst.
1: All right. How about that? Gary and Mike at the movies. Got that old chemistry back. That old Siskel Niebert feel. Let's go back to the phones. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. To whom am I speaking? Uh,
16: you're speaking to the guy behind the real AP Mike on Twitter. Okay. Uh, that's basically what I have for the topic. I wanted to come clean... Uh, I've
1: been living a lot. So. What's your What's your actual name? Uh, Chris. Chris, oh, oh, what? you're running this. I'm not even gonna. You know, you're 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 trash. Best show. You're on the air. Hello, hi. Best show. No. Best show. You're on the air. Hello, Tom. It's Lisa in Orlando. Lisa in Orlando. How are you, Lisa?
7: I am. Pretty okay. How's that?
1: <laughs> pretty okay? I'll take it.
7: Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed um, Gary and Mike's show, by
1: the way. Yeah, I think it might. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if it has legs.
7: Because it actually made me want to see the movie, so that's the weird part. So.
1: Well, they, they were both pretty rough on that Entourage movie.
7: <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Stupid TV show, the movie. Perfect. So um, I was lied to, and... I think I must have been a really gullible kid because I have a few different stories, so you can pick. Do you want hermit crabs or morlocks?
1: Morlocks are what now?
7: Hermit crabs.
1: <laughs> hermit crab? No. Her- what? Is, what is a morlock?
7: Well, do you remember the movie The Time Machine, like the original one from the 60s? I don't. Machine, Orson-, Orson Welles' Time Machine? I don't. Oh, well, this story will have legs for you then. Okay,
1: let's do hermit crab.
7: Okay, let's do hermit crab. So, I was about um, five, and I really wanted a dog uh, or a cat, so my parents decided I could get hermit crab (laughs) because I guess they thought that as a five-year-old, they'd probably be the ones who
1: were going to end up taking
7: care of the dog or the cat. So, hermit crabs were my very first...
1: Pet. But and you know so, when you know when parents do that, they're like, "We don't want to take care." What they don't like, they don't get any enjoyment out of the dog. You know what right. I mean? What are, I know. What, what are they? Dead inside? They're
2: not going to get. Well, we, you got to do. We hate this
1: dog. <laughs> Stop it! It's a giant guilt trip.
2: Well, they let me
7: pick them out anyway. My my two very special hermit crabs. And I named them Damien and Domino, and I don't know why, but, you know, I was five, so what are you going to do? But, so, anyway, I really loved those hermit crabs. They became, you know, my pets, and um, I'd feed them and take care of them, and, you know, I'd introduce all my friends to them, and I'd bring them in the yard and ask people who would come by
4: if mm-hmm. wanted to meet them.
7: So, anyway, there was this older... Kid in the neighborhood who I thought was really cool, mm. and um, I guess she was probably like seven. So <laughs> I invited her over one day to play, and she came over and um, she convinced me that my hermit crabs would be really much happier in my swimming pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I said, Oh my gosh, she's probably right. It's a huge body of water, it's like they'll be in the ocean. You know, I do not even actually know where hermit crabs generally come from. I mm-hmm. guess probably do. Just... anyway, so I put them in the pool, and um, you know, they died.
1: Yeah, because like, this creep immediately. Was... And did she say that knowing that would happen, or she said it not knowing? I to this
7: day don't know, and I probably never saw her again after age eight. So, um, my my. I remember my brother telling me he was friends with her older brother. I think he said they had one of those pools that didn't have chlorine in it at their house, like a saltwater pool.
1: So she so might have just me. made a mistake then.
7: She might have made a mistake, but I I don't know.
1: I don't know. Well, well it got a bad
7: bad feeling about it. Yeah, it's just not but. good
1: any every which way. You know, It it's yeah. just not good all around. I'm sorry. <laughs>
7: So anyway, but my next pets were cats, and they lived a very long time.
1: Good. you didn't, I never put them in the pool. Yes, you kept your cats out of the pool. That's a good, <laughs> yeah. that's a good plan. Everybody yeah. should keep their pets out of the pool for the most part.
7: Yes. Well, unless they want to jump in the pool. Yes,
1: exactly. Unless it's a fun right. dog who likes splashing around in a pool. Right. Then you're cleaning dog hair out of your pool filter.
7: <laughs> or and actually my parents would be.
1: Yeah, but that's fine. (laughs) All right, Lisa, I appreciate the call. You have a great night. Okay, thanks, Tom. Bye. One more song. His record is out now. It's called Turkey. It's great. It's Mike Kroll. Yeah, uh, Mike Kroll from the album Turkey on Merge Records. La, la, la. Our own Pat Byrne was out on tour with uh Mike. Is Pat here? Yeah, i yeah. How was it, Pat? Uh, it. Highs and lows. Highs <laughs> and lows. Ups and downs, but that's the road, man. I know what it's like when Sharpling and Worst are on tour, like when we play, uh, we'll be playing in, uh, tur- we'll be doing shows in Toronto and Boston and Philadelphia in November and December. You go get tickets over at Stereolaffs.com slash tour. That's Stereo, L-A-F-F-S dot com slash tour. And the road, uh, the road's rough, man. It giveth and it taketh away. I'm glad you're back, though. Did it? Best show, you're on the air. Hey, hi, Tom.
11: Hi, Hi. who's this? Uh,
10: Bobby from New Jersey. Who there? What the what? Oh, uh, Bobby from New Jersey. Bobby? Somerset County. Yeah. What's up, Bobby? Not much. I got one for the topic. What do you got?
11: Okay. Uh, Well, one time when I was about, I guess, 13 years old, my brother was 15, uh, we shared a bedroom together, and he punched me uh, over, you know, nothing. You know, Mm. punched me over nothing. Yeah. Uh, So I went downstairs to speak with my mother about it, and, you know, I told her, she punched me, and she told me, she lied right to my face, she said, you know, we've had cameras in your room from some time, and I was watching the camera, and he didn't punch you. She just
1: just lied right to my face, like that. We have cameras in your room.
10: Yeah, I, it's, it wasn't even a good lie, because, you know, we would do stuff. We weren't, you know, we'd be eating candy. We weren't yeah. supposed to be eating. Mm-hmm. And she would have seen
1: that. Yeah. That's not a cool. <laughs> that's not cool. We got cameras. Uh Yeah. That messes with um, a kid's head. That messes with a kid's head. Again, messes with the kid's head, right? Yeah, I'm probably weird. Why don't you go film it. them, right? Why don't you go film your parents, right? You know, they're sleeping right now.
11: I could just pop right up there.
18: You know, Stick we got a, a cam- ladder.
1: Yeah, we got cameras. Why don't you actually mount a camera in their room? Be like, yeah, I got cameras in your room, too. You rats, right? <laughs> you rats. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go down to Best Buy. Thank you. And thanks for the call, buddy. Best show you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Jacob in Philadelphia. Bad phones, man. What's up, uh, Jacob? You going to the Sharpling Worcester show in Philly? Yes, I am. I have my ticket
12: above my desk.
1: Good. Good. Good man. What's Welcome up? What's what's, what's up, uh, my friend?
12: So I have one for the
10: topic. What do you got? When I was about 12 or 13 years old, I was in Vermont with my family going skiing. My uncle was driving us to the mountain in his truck, and he had like one of those police scanners that lets you
12: know when a police car is nearby.
4: Mm -hmm.
10: Makes a very like high pitched, weird sound. Yeah. So I heard the sound, and I asked everybody in the car, because they didn't, nobody else responded to it. So I was like, does everybody else hear that? And they all told me no. And then it happened again the next day and the next day. And they kept telling me that I was the only one in the car that could hear it.
18: And obviously they were
1: lying to me, and they thought Uh, I was real funny. They were gaslighting you. Yeah. Right? Made me go a little crazy. Yeah. Not cool. They lied to you. That's a a bad one. I think that's a bad one.
10: In hindsight, it's kind of funny. But at the time, I really thought I was the only one hearing that
1: sound. Well, you made it through, champ. You're doing all right. Thanks for the call, Jacob. Best show you're on the air. Oh uh, yeah, hi. Hi, who's this? Uh this is Miles. Miles, where are you calling from? Australia. Miles from Australia. What's going on in Australia tonight? Or this morning?
6: Uh not much. It's the afternoon.
1: Okay. What's up?
6: Uh yeah. Um, when I was
0: on a trip overseas, uh, I had a pet dog, and um, it was still alive. And um, while I was overseas, I was talking to my parents, checking to see if it was still alive, and they said it was.
1: Do you, well, uh, you call your dog It? Back... you always call your dog It? <laughs> he or <you're> she? <laughs> no? He. He, okay. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, by the time I got back, um, I was in the car. Driving from the airport and they picked me up and they said, oh yeah, he's dead.
4: Ugh.
0: And I said, what? He said, yeah, he died. We had to put him down. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me? And he was like, well, we couldn't really keep him alive. We so had to put him down. I
1: don't get it. What, what, what was the lie, though? The lie was what? That
0: but he was still alive. I checked to see if he was still
1: alive and he wasn't. Oh this is a bummer, man. I'm sorry. Have a good night. Can't do more of that. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Laura in Toronto. Laura in Toronto. What's going on tonight in Toronto?
15: Not too much. I'm just you- counting the
7: days till you're here. Are
1: you uh are you inside or outside? I'm inside. Inside, but you I'm were outside I'm, outside, I'm sure, right?
7: Earlier,
1: yeah, yeah, and you're walking around your neighborhood,
7: I was earlier tonight,
1: yeah, mm. um,
7: I'm inside now,
1: sure, so, Or when you're yeah. walking around that neighborhood, <laughs> and be honest, Laura,
4: mhm
1: you uh you uh can't you 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 look in a window or two, don't you,
7: I uh, what I mean. Like, it's human nature to be curious, right?
15: Like
1: yeah. So you're walking, but you slow down a little bit, right? Like, you're, you're walking through I mean, a neighborhood, and you're just like, hmm. What's going on in that house?
7: Yeah, yeah. I'm, right. I guess I get curious sometimes. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Canadian peeper. Yeah. Canadian lady peeper. <laughs> Right? You just can't help it.
7: I can't help it.
1: You're walking along. I've been along. lying for too long. It
18: feels good to be honest.
1: You're about walking it with along with your, uh, with your, uh, uh, with your parka, right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It's already, how cold Hiding is it up there How, what is it already? Uh, 2 degrees Celsius up there already? No?
18: It was,
7: it was really cold on Friday and then it warmed up again. I busted the parka out and put it away already.
1: So you're walking around in your parka, let's just yep. say eating an Aero bar. What are you eating? A coffee crisp, an Aero? Yeah, coffee uh, crisp for sure. Mr. Yeah. Chalk. What is the one? Mr. Something? Isn't there one? It's like Mr. Something. Is Mr. Big. Mr. Big. The Chris Noth candy bar. Right? <laughs> Hi, doll. It's me, Chris Noth. Hey, Canada. <laughs> it's your old friend, Mr. Big, from Sex in the City. Want your whole, uh... If you want to keep that Sex in the City magic alive, try the Mr. Big candy bar. It's got chocolate, <laughs> caramel, nougat. The nougat. What is nougat? What is nougat? They're so always talking about nougat in these candy bars. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah.
1: Nougat. It's just goo. Yeah, it's goo. Exactly. It's sweet. It's sugar. It's
2: it is. One of, I think that's like, all it.
1: Yeah, it's one of the the six six permutations of. Sugar, just yeah. What if we took this sugar and we kind of just uh, twisted it this way? Then it's uh, caramel. Hey, what if we took this sugar? We did this, we twisted it that way? Now it's nougat. <laughs> so you're walking around, you're eating your yep. Mister Big. You slow down, you see something going on in the window. I'm not saying you got your face pressed against the window, but. Mm-hmm. You're walking through the neighborhood, you see something's going Something's going on in that house. Maybe somebody's uh, eating uh, a, a dinner at a table, right? Mm-hmm, yep. You're, you sit there, you stand there and you watch them for a minute, just for a minute. Oh, what are they eating? Yeah. Right? It's human nature. Absolutely. And, oh, what are they having? Oh, are they having a maple glaze? Okay. <laughs> right? What are they eating, a double chocolate and a maple glaze?
18: normal dinner but
1: i got attacked you know <laughs> pretty normal dinner can you imagine <laughs> if that was a dinner up there <laughs> did you hear that mcdonald's down here did, i don't know if it's up there too today they started offering breakfast all all day
7: yeah it's a real game changer i'm there not is, sure if yeah, it's have a real game yet. it's
1: a real game changer for uh stomach aches for yeah. the stomach ache game now <laughs> people can have because it goes basically, McDonald's decided you can get now you can go in the middle of the day, and not only can you 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 can't you can get more than just garbage, you can get garbage with eggs, like egg-based garbage, <laughs> and oh boy, I can't wait to eat some some McDonald's at for dinner, uh, like an egg McMuffin for dinner. I'm sure those. I'm sure those employees there are just loving the idea that they've had to do double duty on the menu now. (laughs) Yeah, keep making that stuff and all the other stuff. I don't know, man. Not for me. Not for me. I like a filet of fish bun. That's about it. (laughs) If McDonald's just sold that filet of fish bun, I'd be there every night. Softest bun in history. Yeah. McDonald's filet fish bun. Just picture that bun, right?
7: You know, I don't think I've ever had one. Uh. Uh. See, with the chocolate bars we have up here, I guess. Uh. <laughs> Why
1: don't you go get one tonight, a McDonald's? Yeah. I, I know there's a, one open in Toronto. Away. I went with Damien to a McDonald's. The Damien from Effed Up. We went to a McDonald's when I got up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
18: there's always one open. It's civilized up
7: here, right? Yeah, it is.
1: You can go get some (laughs) Hordies.
7: Absolutely.
1: Some McDonald's, right? (laughs) You hear those old-timers that say McDonald's? Yeah. So what can I do for you tonight? What's going on? Uh, Other other than you staring in windows. Other other than you staring in windows. What's going
7: on? Yeah, that was the main thing.
1: Yes. What's up?
7: Um... But I hadn't for the topic. I don't know if you still have time I for that. I do.
1: Or I do.
7: Sure. Okay. I haven't. I would. I was lied to, but it was a good lie. What is it? Um. So when I was a kid, um, I grew up in a small town with like one little mall. Um, it's the kind of place that now its main business is getting busted by the RCMP for selling designer knockoffs. But um, so it was the one place to see Santa in December, and. I'm not upset that I was lied to that Santa was a thing, but because of this small Santa, I ended up believing in Santa a couple of years later than I should have mm-hmm. because he knew everything about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like He would know the names of my friends I was walking from school with and that I like to read a lot, who my brothers were, stuff like that. So that was, that was pretty cool. I, I really felt like he was real. And then, you know, 10 years later, so I'm, I'm college age, and I'm looking in my newspaper, and I'm reading an obituary, for my elementary school crossing guard where it says that he was the mall Santa. Which I had no idea because he lied to us every year and said he was going to Florida. But instead he was extending my belief in Santa for like two extra years.
1: Uh It's a nice lie. That's a nice, that's nice. Yeah. You put, you, you, you did it a poignant thing down the home stretch. You made (laughs) us all a little sad. Yeah. I appreciate it.
7: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: And thanks for calling. Have a great night. Cheers. You too. Okay, bye. Best show, you're on the air. Final call. Final call.
16: Hi, this is uh, Ryan Salt Lake City.
1: What's up, Ryan?
16: Well, I'm calling just because I'm very impressed with that gentleman who was staying at the Clown Motel in Tonopah because I actually stopped there on my way to see you
1: in L.A. From Salt Lake City, that's where you decided, of all the places you could stay. (laughs) I didn't
16: stay there, to be fair. I actually stayed the night in Ely, Nevada, which is a nightmare all in itself, at the uh, Jailhouse Casino, playing Alien Slot Machine all night. But I woke up in Ely, made sure I stopped at my personal Disneyland, which was the Clown Motel, Tonopah. It's amazing. And then uh, I got to L.A. through Death Valley with 15 minutes to spare to see you guys perform a fantastic show. Oh, that's awesome. I
1: appreciate it.
16: Was it was a hoot and a half, buddy. It was a hoot and a half.
1: That's what we shoot for, hoot and a half status. <laughs> I always say backstage, if we can just bring these people a hoot and a half, we did our job.
16: It was weird. I was hoping for maybe one hoot, but you did de- deliver that full half. A
1: hoot and afterwards. a half. You really are from Salt Lake City. <laughs> a hoot and I'm a sorry. half. I'm sorry.
16: I have a straw in my mouth, and I'm wearing overalls, and I'm putting a pig set. So
1: no, I'm not saying that. that. I'm just saying that, that was a little was a little corny, a hoot and a half, but I like it. I'm not saying but I don't I got, like it.
16: I got nothing. I had to, the big excitement was to go to the Tonopah Clown Motel. Mm-hmm. On my way down to LA. Was, I will say, he described it perfectly, and they even offer, you know, they have a big clown sign that's like, motorcycle, welcome. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, I'll be okay.
1: It's pretty fantastic. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks. All right, Chief, oh. you have a great night. Well, that was a sad one tonight, right? They all can't be sunshine and lollipops. But it was nice to have some texture here on the best show. It's not all just rainbows, right? Hey, man, we don't just do fun shows. But there were some laughs, right? We had some laughs, right? Some good times. Do you have fun tonight, Mike? Good. Do you have fun tonight, Dudio? The dude who built the studio? Yeah. How about you, Pat Byrne? I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. You're just happy you're not in a van anymore. (laughs) So you're not a good judge of a thing. Kristen, you have fun? Yeah. She left. Kristen left. She had fun. And I had fun, too. And I hope you all had fun listening. Beshel will be back next week. My friends, come see us at uh, c Sharpling and Worcester live. Toronto, Boston, Philadelphia—all through late November and December—we're doing those shows. They are the last shows of 2015, and they are going to be a lot of fun. Do not miss them. Can't wait to do them. It's going to be a blast, and. We will see you then, and I will see you all next week, and thank you for listening. Here is something by Negative Scanner from a single they put out on Trouble in Mind. This is a song called R.I.P., keeping with the ghoulish tone tonight. Here's R.I.P., Negative Scanner. Nope, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's coming. It's coming. Hold on. Good night.